you know, it's it's truly appropriate that we're watching uh, Bee Fighter for Spooky Month because I've been afraid of watching these episodes all fucking week. Oh man, I'm agreed. Car, <laughs> what what? Why have you fucking? Made why are you subjecting us to this torture? They're not that bad. I'm gonna say they're it right just, now. They're just boring. <laughs> That's Explain why we called bees it. There. Yeah, yeah, it's Juco Boring Fighter. <laughs> oh, I get it. Because it starts with B. Oh. Hey, it's better than Juco B, the movie. Am <laughs> I the only no, one who's enjoying yourself? Jerry Seinfeld with a, with a B commander. Now we need to be the roll call. Got him. Connect loading. Perfect. Show running super savant. Rebel up. Bluecaster super Ichi. Loud and online. Greycaster Robo Lane. Researcher of the Tokuverse. Ultracaster. Garb. Return of the Source Material. Greencaster. Zen Sheen. Trauma Inducer. Northcaster. Saga. Casting, criticism, comedy, chaos! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On air! Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger episode 457! Now it's episode Luminion. <laughs> or, as, or as Gar would say, Luminion. Luminion. Lemon. Le petit mignon. We're Canadian, we have to try. <laughs> It's the law. Les poissons, les poissons. Hee hee hee. Jimba Melon. Lane, do you know who did his voice? No. Uh, Rene Abergejois. Fucking Odo. Oh, badass. Well, I love everything he does. <laughs> Alphonse and Noir. I probably butchered his name, sorry. Alphonse and Noir. Take it away. Well, if you happen to be tuning in for the first time, thank you for joining us. We're a school of fish who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and a third thing. Our topics for this we week are Kamen Rider Godshirt Episode 6, King Oger Episode 32, and our feature topic is Episodes 3 and 4 of Juko B-Fighter. Wait a minute. The show I'm that refuses to let you forget what they're called. Guys, I'm a fish, so I've forgotten what the topics are. To remind me again. <laughs> Alright, I got you six, King of the Three, two, three, four, two, three, fighter. <laughs> Help it all. Right, all, right, all right, now do it again, but faster. Yeah, got you six, King of the Three, two, you go, be fighter, three, and four. That helps less. Oh, oh. Ding, ding, old over here. Peachy's going. <laughs> dang, old be fighter. Yeah, do it in Spanish. El B Fighter! Boo, boom, how on drink. That's not racist. <laughs> All right, yes, okay. Uh, but before we get into episode discussion, it's time for some news, and we've got some doozies. Couple doozies of newsies. Oh, Unfortunately, the fan art that was leaked of Common Rider Legend many weeks ago turned out to be, in fact, real. 
Unfortunately, what the fuck are you talking about? I think it looks pretty. It's just gold decade. It's not it's just gold decade. And that's decade. a problem. Why? He's dead. Why are we doing this? That's you think. There are some differences. I know there's differences. I'm not blind. My problem with it is the fact that... Is, Love okay. this suit. <laughs> okay, let's say for a second that like it's it, it is a decade rider and like someone pull up a yeah there you go thank you what, I was gonna ask for the full, full shot of the suit first, first of all first of all Ichi you're wrong second of all <laughs> oh okay I'll just go fuck myself I didn't say that you still can but I didn't say that why is this belt just common rider beast belt but with a card in it but still that's Nice. That's clean. Like that's real clean. It literally, okay. it literally is. Kamen Rider's decade and Lupin fused. My problem I is did. his name is Legend, and the naming convention seems to have D E in front of it. So, Onore Legendo. Onore. Um, we did find out though that uh, Mark Okita is voicing the belt. So yeah, so that's another point in this yeah. is decade column. <laughs> It's gotta be Masahiro No Way. Fuck, it has to be. I will Come say on. this. Uh, I will say it's, this. It's probably gonna be a two Kaiser situation. Oh, yeah, that's probably it. I'll say this. No! I've always thought that the third decade rider would be yellow. Yeah. No, no, the third decade rider is Kivala. <laughs> that's true. No, I mean, like, the Actually, one. No. You know what I mean? The barcoder. No, Actually, no, the thir the tertiary rider of decade is freaking Decade Kuga. <laughs> oh, so God. it wants that to be yeah. the case. <laughs> so, you know so what how, I mean? So how, does, so, how does this relate back to John Legend? <laughs> I like. So, here's the thing. I'm hoping this is not going to be in the main show, and so far, evidence seems to point in that direction because this was revealed. Oh. Through an announcement for a Common Rider Gotchard versus Common Rider Legend spinoff of some kind. Oh, maybe he's like the villain of the crossover movie. <laughs> it's a YouTube writer. This has something involved with the crossover movie. Yeah, so he's going to be using the the Legend Rider Kemi cards, as we can see. He's throwing them all off. I can see them all being based on final forms I... of common riders. No, no, they're just based on base forms. We've already seen. Just, we, ha we have some how... of the Legend Rider cards already. I just love how like more special his card looks to, uh, compared to the other Legend Rider cards. <laughs> Everyone else uses rule of thirds. Mine's front and center, baby. Oh no, no, like Legends, like purely like. Jerking himself off with his card—it's—it's—it's it's, it's incredible. In graphics. Yeah. And even the oh, okay. card—he's got a crown on his head. Oh, yeah, because he's the time so king. Uh, I was gonna say, EG, this is the first time I'm seeing this as well, and like, I, like as the non-writer guy, like I, I think that looks pretty cool. Oh, personally. I don't. Yeah, I love the, the, the minority uh, in this discussion. I'm really digging the asymmetry on the head. I like the line work with the gold and the black. The the, the eyes stand out in a it's good a way. Here's the thing. I don't hate the design. I just hate that it's decade. I understand. No, I don't know what this is. <laughs> well, yeah, Ichi's not a fan of decade as a rider. So I understand but, Ichi. Right? Conversely, that's rad though. 
It's it feels it's like best fucking decades. It feels like this is an apology for Legend Twenty One. Look, Ichi, I'm sorry, but that is the best looking decades, and we have it now. You, you know what, Ichi? All is right. You know what, Ichi? I'll meet you halfway. I could do without the tassels on the shoulder. I'll give you that. <laughs> like, what's the deal with this? What is his deal? <laughs> what's the deal with the tassels? Oh. So, okay, uh, Paul, you remember decade complete form, right? Uh, how could I forget? So here's, here's his, here, here was his latest form he got. Oh, you didn't see Decade, decade 21, did you? Decade 21. <laughs> what the fuck? That's terrible. It's no fantastic. I love it. <laughs> the part I hate the most is the cards all over the back of the cape. The part I hate the most is the whole thing. <laughs> I love this. I can't, I can't this believe design. I hate the whole thing. Nothing is right. <laughs> Literally nothing is right. It's gorgeous. No, oh, I love how even so in much. this, even in the, they could, they even fucked up taking this photo of yes. him because the fucking yes. cards on the left shoulder are like you Lane, can't, or like you can't see them. Lane, I acknowledge the fact that you and I have very converse tastes. You're wrong. <laughs> it's awful. It's actually awful. Just this just, is. Just cue in that shot, that fucking clip of I'm Dontron. I'm mad it, it's looking awful. at this. It's all it, fucking you know it awful! Like it looks like at, you know how at every convention there's always that one person who made a costume where like the cape is made of cards? <laughs> like the costume is made oh, of the cards? Oh, that's what it is! <laughs> it's me! I'm a YouTuber! <laughs> I mean... I will, Paul, if it makes you happy, currently Decade is canonically dead. Yeah, so. this that's the funniest shit! This form debuted in a special and then got murdered! That, got murdered I was having him, a rough day. I was having a rough day. <laughs> and that made it better. There you go! See, we're all happy yeah. now. The idea that Sukasa died horrifyingly in a fire. You didn't say that. He's one of my favorite writers of all time. I loved his series. I love every time he shows up. He was the best part of Zeo. I'm hoping to God that he is legend. I still love oh. it. <laughs> oh look, it's the American version. <laughs> my, oh my god, my next cosplay, please. <laughs> you, all you need about... to do is put cards over the eyes and just I like, No, about... I can't see anything. Now I, can I can't decade. see everything. <laughs> I could literally talk about decades for a decade. Well please That's don't. So anyway, legend. It's a thing. It looks great. It's it looks cool. great. Okay, let's get back to the actual news. So this is going to be a spin-off that will introduce Comrade Legend. Yep. <laughs> who's designed to be reminiscent of a certain common rider that uses cards. I I Wonder don't know who you're talking about. Comrade uh, Blade, of course. Wait, wait, wait. Blade the specials being directed by Storius's actor? Oh my <laughs> what? god. Legend is oh, a king okay. form variant. <laughs> Interesting. Robin Faruya, yeah. Storius, wow. Oh my oh, god! One of the most blandest, shittiest fucking rider villains ever. 
Wait, was he the guy that kept doing the backflips for no fucking reason? No, that's Zeus. No, yeah, that was, that was Storius was the he final was, villain. Yeah, or the side oh. ponytail, because it was a bookmark. Oh. With, the book, with, the, with the bookmark fucking Padawan braid. Yeah, the guy that realized oh, oh, oh. that everything was predestined. Yeah, okay, so... I gotta say... I gotta say, like, they announced this... They announced the suit and revealed it in, like, this U- video that they posted on social media, like, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, even TikTok, just to, like, formally announce Legend. And I gotta say, that's the most flexingest fucking way to reveal a common writer the franchise has oh. ever had. Oh, not gonna lie, when I first saw that video, I thought that was fake. <laughs> no, it's from official channels. Because no, it, I, it looks so unprofessional. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Then again, this is the director of Storius. It's 2023. We have to, like, this is how this generation does shit, was through TikTok. Well, <laughs> this generation sucks. The kids are, this TikTok and Fortnite and dabbing <laughs> generation, get off my lawn. See, when, when no, we, no, that's when, just when, no, when we <laughs> were their age, people probably thought YouTube was the stupidest thing ever. It'll never sell. Correct. And now it's the worst thing ever. Some people still think YouTube's <laughs> stupid, and they're right. Yeah, Decker, no, wrong. no one's wrong in the no one's wrong in this equation. That's what's weird. I miss, I miss Vine. Bring Vine back, please. No. No. Yes, Decker, was, oh, I don't want to hear you say that shit. That was Decker. Yeah, you're always talking about Vine. Guys, guys, hold on, hold on. Paul wanted to hear what Decker said earlier. Decker, what were you saying? You were you were cutting off you were cut off on ceremoniously. What were you saying? Oh, I just want to confirm that it uh, the, the the promotional video it's all directed by Stories. Stories is not directing the show, or the oh, special. Oh, so he directed oh, the twenty-second reveal clip. <laughs> yeah, so we good just for did him. A clip of the actual show. <laughs> Amazing. He 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 stormed this up to Toei's office and demanded get a directing job. Go go go! Give me no. thirty seconds. He did this just so he could have a directing credit on his IMDb. <laughs> John <laughs> Toei, give me a minute. <laughs> so. Comrade Gotchard versus Comrade Legend will be a two-episode special streaming on the Toei Tokusatsu YouTube channel. Of course, it would be a two-episode thing so that we can make the Blu-ray longer. Uh, it's debuting November fifth for the first episode, and the second episode is November twenty-sixth. Ah, you bastards! How much wine have you had? <laughs> Not enough. Uh, all right. I'll add it to the list. Yep. Oh no, we we are talking about this as soon as we can. <laughs> uh, Feb- February is the- February. No. Here's the we thing. By then. Here's the thing. If this is confined to just the two episode special and Legend isn't in the Gotchard series proper, I'll accept that. What's it called? What? Okay, it says Comrade Gotchard versus. Comrade I already, I already got the thumbnail yeah. for when we talk about the special. It'll just be the I Am Legend movie poster, but with <laughs> Legend on it instead of Will Smith. I can do that. There you go. There you go. Something Guys, do the 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 Legend movie starring Tom Cruise <laughs> with the big horned uh, Tim Curry man. <laughs> I need to watch that. It's an interesting movie. All right. Well, <laughs> moving on. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of gold recolors of writers, I hate. Common Rider Doom Skeets. 
Dooms geeks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm a sucker for for that. And that's it's a, it's a good it's, suit. It's pretty cool. Do you remember when we palette swapped Geats? What if we did it again? But he's thick though. But he gold H now. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm starting to think you don't like gold. <laughs> I'm always preferred. I love gold. It's, I've, I hate gold. I've always preferred silver <laughs> to gold. Yeah, I mean, I've always and preferred silver as well, but no, I do like, like gold. That looks clean. Like that looks really nice. I will it, it say, looks great. I will say, my favorite thing about Doomsgeats being a thing is that exact meme Seven just posted. Is this suit black and blue or white and gold? <laughs> No, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God damn it. There you go, Ichi. Mm. Decorate it better. Oh, boy. Both <laughs> <laughs> throwing shit at me now. <laughs> Alright, so th 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 this is kind of funny for me. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Doomskeets. I had a very... I had a very weird reaction where I was like, oh my god, this looks like an awful lot like a, an AI art of a, a furry character I made. Yeah, I love we, I love, a we lot. Have, oh. I love we have three of the same fucking buckle. Yep. <laughs> Just different colors. Why is Now I want to see it in green. <laughs> Collect them all. Yeah, make it make it make it a silver form. Anyway, so yeah, this is a new Comrade or Geats thing happening in the upcoming V next sequel. Is uh, it Ace? I love how he's... It's it's Comrade Dooms Geats is the name, and it's being used by, quote-unquote, the mysterious Ace Ukiyo with white hair. So I think this is a separate Ace? He's God is it Ace. Just ace if he, if he just, if, is this just Ace if he just, like, embraced his, like, godhood? No, Fucking no, probably. No, no, it's Ace. <laughs> it's Ace if he went through the same process that Kota from from Gaim went through and became Endymion from Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Oh, that looks wonderful, Decker. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. Can you enlarge that? Yeah. It does look good, but... Yeah, silver is a fantastic gold. color. <laughs> what did I say? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Someone was I made that months Dora. ago. It's like Red Ball I made that Dora. months ago. It is like Dora. Someone was watching Golden Compass. So the film... You know, Craig's in that movie. The film has an insert song titled Creators with full uppercase words except for the S at the end being performed by Prayers also fully uppercase except for the S at the end which is a unit comprised of the actors who play Ace, Keiwa, Neon, Michinaga, and Sumuri. So they started that's, a band. That's, Just for the movie. That's great and everything, but it, it, it will be nothing compared to the hit Geet song, Chair. Just saying. <laughs> it is a good song. Can't believe, can't believe it. Is that actually a song? Yes, it's, it's, yeah, ty it's a, Tycoon yeah, Bujin Sword. It's the, it's the theme for Tycoon Bujin Sword. And it's called Chair? Yes. It's actually a good song. Chair. Uh, yeah, so this movie's being written by series head writer Yuya Takahashi, being directed by Koichi Sakamoto, limited theatrical run in spring, and coming out in Blu-ray and DVD July of next year. I'd watch it in theaters if it was happening, but I live in Canada, so... Yeah. Oh. Now I just feel bad. <laughs> what, that we live in Canada? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well... In related news, they also, of course, announced the toy version of the Dooms Geats Raise Buckle. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
They made a toy? Yeah. It looks great. No! This franchise doesn't sell toys. I will say it looks good. I also really like the ID core. The ID core is nice. I love that it bothered to have an ID core, even though the only buckle associated with it covers it up. It's it's the belt with a golden black uh, uh, styling. So it's probably because it's like before you see it on the the desire driver before he puts the buckle on. No, obviously, but I just think it's funny because like. If, in case you want to be like Doom's Geet's Magnum form, all right. Such a dazzling belt of just one color. Such a great uh, belt of just one color. <laughs> it's just gold and gold and gold and gold and gold and gold and gold <laughs> and gold. <laughs> Moving on. We won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did stop. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's the toy version. Premium Bandai web exclusive 5720N releasing in March. So it's good for it. I love how much we're done with Geats. Yeah. We're just like, anyway. 60 bucks plus markup and shipping and whatever. For like the belt or just. No, it's just the buckle and the ID core. The two buckles yeah, and the ID you core. Belt sold separately, Paul. You have to desire it. Yeah. I don't. You gotta have this woman <laughs> well, I'm in the white black dress. How much? Well, you gotta have bucks. a woman in a white, black and white dress come up to you with a yellow box and say, "Congratulations, you are a comic writer." Maybe. Okay, cool. Moving on. We saw one at a fan expo this year. We did. I remember you showed me this this, this writer, and I'm like, "Who is this?" This is the SH Figures of Comic Writer Arc One from Zero One. Hell yeah! <laughs> it. I, oh. The I eye glows. That's rad. Why is everyone groaning? It looks great. No, I think it's fine. It looks fantastic, actually. We're all loving it. It looks like a hall. It looks like an Aron car from Bleach. It pretty much is. It is. You you haven't watched Zero One, right? No. So, yeah, it is like a good rider gone bad kind of scenario. That's really cool. That's great. Yeah. I was looking at this and I'm like, yeah, I'm digging everything. The white and black, the red detail. I really like the one eye thing. That's oh yeah. And then and it's then they and then simple. they one up the design when they made fucking Arc Thouser. So Can I see Arc Thouser? Cool I love that they did the runes. No. Oh, it's a Zola. I don't think that's I don't think that's bad at all, but I do prefer the original. Is the helmet, like the asymmetry. Is guy. that helmet the same as Zaya or are the white horns black on Zaya? No, no, that, I think that's Zaya's helmet, just the, they painted the horns white. That's what I'm saying. That is yeah. literally a Zolord from Guyver. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, like, I know it's rider armor and they're biological, but, like, that that is a Zolord from Guyver in terms of the stylization of the head. Who is that? That's Arc Zero. That's, that's a, a different form that uses the same belt. He's voiced by that's Aizen. rad. Yeah, and he's voiced by Aizen from Bleach. That's, of course it is. Yeah. yeah. There's no one else. Zero One had really, really good suits. Oh, yeah. I have to watch Zero One. Zero One is fantastic, yeah. like all around good. Yeah, Zero One's a great show. I, yeah. I just personally don't recommend the official Blu ray. Yeah. Really? <clears throat> Ma- mainly be- for a few reasons. But tell, me, this- tell me why. Because tell I, me more. I tell w- me more. I would okay. like an official so- release way to watch it. On one hand, it is official. However, 
it's not the best quality of zero one what about the um the the shout factory well, well that's what i mean like it's always oh, that we were getting TV, at like yeah it's like it's the tv master it's not the actual high definition like master from <laughs> I love like, seven from, it's from not high quality I, I'm willing to sacrifice quality for, like, a, accuracy in, in subs and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, if it doesn't look as good, but the subs are, like, more... Here's what it. you do. Buy the official release, but then watch the fan subs. It's like emulating. Or, it's legal no, if you have the no, official no, just, thing. I just buy the like, shout factory if you want, release, where it's if, apparently it's, it's just good, right? I have no idea how good they are. Like, Izu, like, there's a main character that got their named like properly translated and it just sort of doesn't work I don't oh care. they change it to is i don't care as much about yeah, that they i can it find out is. what their real um, name is and not care but yeah then by all means uh st stream it because how are the western you comics watch... of zero one how are the western comics of zero one because i know oh, they're fucking are... trash <laughs> really they are fucking trash. Really? Tell us how you really feel. I don't That's like the fortune. I don't like the Ragnarok suit. It it's it's nothing but pandering. Oh lovely. Alright, anyway. It's very irrelevant to the show. We need to we need to move on. Alright, so this form's cool, <laughs> but in terms of like dark Aruto forms, zero zero one is the champion. Yep. Agreed. Alright. Uh so yes. The premium Bandai web exclusive, 8,800 yen, releasing in April. Alright. It's so funny that we're talking about B-Fighter because there was some B-Fighter news. That literally looks like a gotcha <laughs> What? That looks like a gotcha banner. <laughs> <laughs> premium Bandai posted official images of the SMK kit, makes pose, black beat, and super blue beat part set. I feel like I'm supposed to save my... Sorry? You can't fool me, Ichi. That's General Vengex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still have Serpentero. Yeah, I, I think last week or the week before they we were talking about how they put out the, a model of the Blue Beetleborg, and now they're doing Shadowborg and the Blue Beetleborg super form parts. They're listening yeah. to us. <laughs> These look great. Yes, I want it's, the Shadowborg. It, it, it's the form that we haven't seen the yet. The Shadow Claw extends out of the arm. You can wrap it around the Blue Beetle's throat. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. Tell me more. We'll be seeing that. Oh, that's a good... That is a great action pose they have at the very bottom there. Yeah. Kudos to the modelers. Uh, these are cool. Oh, my God. It's a shame. I haven't seen any of the B-Fighter. But it's a shame you're telling me it kind of sucks because, it, like, God, this looks oh, so oh, cool. Oh, no, it no, really okay. doesn't. So, well, so, it I'll doesn't suck. I'll explain this. I'll, I'll say this. Once he shows up, Blackbeat, like Shadowborg, the show finally picks up. I will. I'm going to get into detail more. When, when we talk about the actual episodes, I'll get into more detail. But I will say, my opinion of episodes three and four is not as bad as my opinions of episodes one and two. And I've only watched. Okay, so just. I've only watched episodes three and four. I didn't go back and watch the the first two, so I I, yeah. I feel like I have to disqualify myself from a certain point of the conversation. But I am going to say episodes three and four, I was not unimpressed. Like it's 
it's good. Like it's, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Well, so, well, save it for say, later. Save it for later. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, yeah, it got off on a bad sure. foot, which is interesting. Sure, yeah. I'm willing to accept that it got off on a bad foot, but I'm gonna say that I'm not opposed to B Fighter. Okay, all. so the SMP kit makes pose blue beat part, super part set as well as black beat. The figure is 150 millimeters tall. Comes with a jamming magnum stinger butte. Is that the name of the shadow claw? Yeah. <laughs> the set comes with extra like parts for the Stinger Butte to recreate its saber mode and wire mode. I love how in that one particular picture in the chat, it looks like there's a heart between blue and shadow. <laughs> wow. Like it looks like yeah. it's just. It's I was saying, that's a great action pose by the modelers. Like the way they got yeah. the arms around each other, the way the blade is tell pressed. Us up, really, tell us how you cool. really feel, boys. <laughs> Uh, the set comes with the Beat Ingram Super Discharger and Power Generator, which forms Super Blue Beat. You know what I'd be curious about with these? If you could attach the Super Blue parts to Shadowborg and make Super Shadowborg. Mm. How rad would that be? Thunder Stinger. Just, yeah. just, just throw that curveball in there. Right? Well, Ichi, if you wanted to try, how much would it cost you? Good question. It's Premium Bandai Web Exclusive, sixty nine thirty yen, releasing in March. And just to how much uh, is that? Uh, that's basically seventy bucks plus shipping, customs markup. Probably like, so like probably like uh, over yeah. And keep in mind that doesn't <laughs> wait, include wait. that does not include the blue Beetleborg figure. That's just the Shadowborg gotcha. figure and the super parts for blue. I do want. Gotcha. You know what? I would buy the Shadowborg figure and the Super Parts for Blue just to have them, and I would consider buying the Blue figure. Yeah, and keep in mind that... No, yeah, man, like... Because these are SMP, I believe these are models you have to actually build. That's fine. I'd yes, build I them. Summon. I would happily build them. Yeah. I'd oh, build a Shadowborg like... model. You would Builderborg? Yes! Click my side button for a second. Like, like, thanks again for that. That was fun. Build a Beetleborg. That's a two pack of G Stag and I'll consider it. Want to have the model but don't want to build it? Sell do it for you and you'll give it back. Yeah. Yep. Maybe. All right. And our last piece of news. I'm glad you're here for this, Paul, because they've announced a new Garo series. You didn't actually tell me about this. I wanted to wait for now. Ah! Yes. After I... after years <laughs> of nothing, Garo, the one who inherits the steel, will premiere in January 2024. The one oh, who inherits the steel. If you're if you're Garo, does that make you king of Gars? Yes. yes. Gar no. <laughs> oh, got him. Oh, Decker posted this image of basically what Super Black Beat would be. That's cool. Let me see. Oh, yeah. It's like Mothman. Mm -hmm. well, it's like it's fucking Meta Ridley. <laughs> a little bit. It's like, it's like Mothman, but not as hot. Oh, that new suit looks All right. so fucking good. Okay, so yes, uh, returning as Ryuga Dogai is Wataru Kuriyama, and returning as part of the directing team is veteran Garo director Yasuhiro Matsuda, oh. alongside Yukazu Ta Tanaka and Yoshikatsu Kimura. He did the original series, right? I have no idea. 
But right. Yeah, um, Ryuga is. I believe this is. There's a good look at the suit from the promotion. Oh my god! It look. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. No, like for real. Yeah. Like that's some detail. It looks more common rider shaped. Like it doesn't look like a like an ornate suit of armor like from like history or whatever. That looks more common rider shaped. Like you know what I mean? Like that looks yeah. more like a toku shaped yeah. suit. But I'm not complete. That is the. Actually, that is. That's beautiful. Yeah. Like Cell, what do you think? Know that. Cell, what do you think? Sorry, so <laughs> so, I know, I think, I'm agreeing with you, man. It looks great. Like, uh, like looks badass. I love the teeth. <laughs> yes. Um, is Gala always a wolf? Like Delio? Uh, li uh, yeah. Lion. Some sort no. of cat. No, uh, no, he's a wolf. Oh, is this a wolf? It's Garo. He's a wolf. Garo is a lion. Is he? Themed. Zero is a wolf. Oh, maybe I'm making yeah, yeah, Zero is a wolf. wolf. That is a that is a that is Garo who is a lion. Okay, like just like I I'm just going because it's long ears, so I'm, that's a wolf to me. No, I know. That's meant to be a lion, sure. That was one of the first things that I thought that Hold those on. are Zero's ears, but um, Zero is the secondary rider, I suppose. He's wolf themed. Garo is always lion or big cat themed. Yeah. Okay, I get you. But as far as this armor goes, yeah, no, I think it's badass. Like I like, you know, it's black and gold. Great. <laughs> a little heavy on the gold, but uh, I see. I see. Still looks cool. Again, no, 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 no. Garo is a wolf. Garo's the gold wolf, and Zero's the silver wolf. That's how they're different. Really? Yeah. I was. I was like, no. I'm pretty sure he's a wolf. I always interpret because the short snout. I've always inter seen him as feline versus. I always thought Garo was a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. No. Well, fuck me, I guess. No, I think. That's what I do every day. I don't Garo know. is meant to be a cat. I'm pretty sure. Um, here's an here's an interesting thing. Did you know that almost all the Garo stuff is like they get their budgets from pachinko machines? <laughs> huh. I've heard about that. I've heard about like, that. That that just passed through my my YouTube videos in some reason. I, that's weird. <laughs> so it's just making so me think. This... The last thing we did was what VR road. Like versus road, that was like five something years ago. The pandemic happened. No one went out to play pachinko machines. Yeah. So in versus road. So in you know how Final Fantasy fourteen has the Garo collab armor and shit, right? right? The achievement you get for getting the Garo gear is called Echoes of the Golden Wolf. So it is a wolf. Okay. I never got that from the design of Garo. Like from the original Garo, you know what I mean? I I always assumed he was a wolf. Show me the original Garo because I like do. look. Like, I like you know I'm obviously more animal inclined than most. I just saw the that and saw wolf, but maybe like show me an older one. I'm yeah. curious. Uh, like the bad part is like it's 2005 and the quality's yeah the quality's not amazing. Really? But it's basically the same helmet. There you go. Oh, you know, Decker posted a better photo. Okay, I'm going to be yeah. real with you. If I if I saw that, I'd actually think like Asian dragon, honestly. Yeah, but I see it more like I, I do see that as more feline like than canine like. Uh, again, with the ears are are what make me go. I see the wolf though. Okay. A anyway, we're spending way too much time on this. So yeah, Every, we're not nearly enough. This... We'll, we'll let the fans decide. Should we talk about more Garo next year? I absolutely do want to. Oh, yeah. Kavya says the kanji for Garo is Fanged Wolf. Okay. <laughs> I, 
I don't. I, I don't know. Kanye. What animal do you think Caro is? Post in the comments. I've always seen him. He looks like a. I've always animals. interpreted him. As, I think he's an elephant. I've always interpreted him as like a lion versus a wolf. But whatever. All right. I, I, I can. I can be wrong. Agaro, Perry the Perry the Garo, Perry. The important part he has the Triforce, or at least a part of it. Probably power. I'm only seven episodes into Garo, but I'm looking forward to watching more of it. Oh, that's what we need. That's what we need to watch. It. We're literally just talking about watching more of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's the news. Anyways, <laughs> good news. Yeah, yeah. Garo, so get out. <laughs> Uh, Fucking leave! Stick around and just listen and make snide comments. Oh. No! That's what this show is. I might listen and then if I remember stuff from B Fighter, I'll join in. But in the meantime, if I have something to say, I'll I'll have something to say. All I need to know is, am I keeping your models on the video? Because I have a button to turn them on and off. Yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. North speaks again. To go you guys talk about the episodes. I'm gonna go play some Fall Guys for a bit. How oh, wow. fucking yeah. dare you? You still play Fall Guys? Fortunately, not even the FF14 collab can make me like it because we got that yeah, shit instead of Blitzball. Let's, let's span her right into this episode. Of gotcha. Got him. Okay. I've been like coasting interest wise on this show up until now. This episode was fucking hilarious. Okay. Can I just say that this like Malgum, like this guy who was the Malgum for the episode? Holy shit, was he the most like generic fucking like villain of the week? I ever. loved him! Namarizaki Boruto! His name is Boruto! And there's a scene of him Naruto running downstairs! <laughs> I was shrieking with laughter watching this guy do anything! It's so weird because in Boruto, he has actually just started to become serious. And, <laughs> and like... They told this guy to go maximum cringe edgelord and he took it and ran. Oh my god. And I swear to god, I think at some points like you heard him talking like like in person but he was like dubbed over like he ADR'd himself <laughs> it's weird I don't know about that that's what it sounded like to me it sounded like that to me in some part parts I also okay so like Dude, let's get back in order I will I love that like the opening scene you see Lachesis or whoever like about to like pull out the burning Nero card and, and pray on this woman who got dumped <laughs> and then just absolutely kicking in the door both physically and like dramatically just absolutely cutting the scene short spanner kicks in the fucking door captures burning nero and then puts some shit together with alchemy and yeets lachesis out the fucking window with ghostbusters yep. technology that's, that's like breaking into a civilian's home catches their pokemon and freaking kicks keem rocket out of the fucking building <laughs> He's got such Gary Oak energy, and I'm starting to come around on him. Oh my god, he is Gary Oak. He is I like Gary. Oh my god. Smell you later, Lachesis. I like Spanner. I like Spanner. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't dig the drip. If next. And that I don't. 
understand exactly where he's coming from. I just can't get over the fact that this entire episode was built around the idea that Spanner's, like, entire hobby is just walking around and fucking cucking people. <laughs> like... If, 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 if next episode he doesn't have a group of cheerleaders with him, like, I don't know like what this, to be... Like, Spanner, this man, Spanner, he's the best! Like, this man walked no, into... Gonna... This man walked into the protagonist's mother's restaurant and walked up to the protagonist and said, give me breakfast. And he ate it, and he was like, "This is awful. It's this right. is shit. How dare this you?" This is trash. And then he Gary makes oak. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just, I, I just, I, I adore the fact that like it seems like his entire hobby is just walking into places. Anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah. <laughs> I can do anything better like, than you. Just yes, each, each, you each did put that. A coin in the in the jar, right? <laughs> Like, yes, you did that, but I'm about to just fucking, like, sexually demean you in front of your mother. And best friend. Oh. And best friend. Like, in the, the best culinary. part, too, is like, the best part, too, is like, he's like, no, I'm going to show you how to make a real fucking breakfast. Hey, can I use your kitchen? I literally, and I was it, like, wait, like, you yeah. don't even know this person. But mom, I hate him. And, Sp it. and Spanner effectively yeah. goes, Spanner effectively goes, fuck you, I'm your son now. I like the fact that she actually went, do you think he wants a job? And I'm like, you would fire your own son. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Buddy goes, don't, don't push me, man. I'll be breastfeeding by tonight. Oh. I, 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 I love that Hotaro is just like so fucking done with this man. What the <laughs> hell is so that cute. purple? Like, his aesthetic is so purple that he even makes this food that looks purple, and I'm like, what the fuck even is that? I literally looked at that plate, Whoa. and I was like, you created an Oma rice, sure, that's fine, and I'm sure your, yeah, your rice is well-seasoned, but you put Don't grape jelly on top of your purple eggs. Stop. <laughs> I mean, my dad used to put jam on his grilled cheese sandwich, so... Oh yeah, people do jams with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I understand, but I don't ever get over apple pie and cheddar. Like that's a weird one. That's it's weird. delicious. I just love how well, there you go. I just love how Spanner walked in and went, "I'm your son now." <laughs> <laughs> Let me cook. Sure so, thing, so, son. I'm your son. Guys, guys, guys. Guys, that means you had two episodes with mommy kink fiends. Look <laughs> in there. Oh, in one episode, okay. you're being stepped on, and the other side, you're being cucked on. Like, you're being okay. humiliated. What in the front fuck of is happening? I don't know what to think of this Toy man. Is I, wised I, up. I, I, I fucking hate him. I hate everything that he is. Everything that he represents. This like fucking like ballsy attitude. But like, God, he's so fucking cool. <laughs> but he's so cool. His writer debut. His writer debut is gonna be the most fucking badass thing ever. <laughs> Just you know what? But he's so cool. I can't wait. But that's so dumb. But he's so goddamn cool. Here's the thing, he's though. Fucking Broly. <laughs> Here's the thing. Brine, while uh, uh, what's his name? The protagonist. Hotaro. Hotaru. Well, he's talking. Well, he's talking about. Well, he's talking about him. 
She's like, you're so fucking transparent. He's so clearly better than you. And no, no, no. It was it was Renge, his upperclassman, who basically went, "You petty, narrow-minded people are often intimidated by people who can do everything." And he just cuts Alotaro like, "What did I do to you, bitch?" <laughs> no, he, he wasn't going. What did I, he was going? I, I didn't say anything. Call the teacher. We just witnessed a murder. I didn't come here to be called out like this. <laughs> I'm just here to catch Pokemon and I'm feeling so attacked. He was. He was feeling attacked. What did he, I was, do? he was feeling threatened. Oh, you know what it is? It's actually all just a very good allegory for high school life. Pretty much. Feel like everyone hates her. Well, you know, we've got some good themes here. You're putting that in the He's thumbnail. even wearing purple. <laughs> <laughs> you're putting that in the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Uh, oh, yeah, so, so over, the, so we find out over the course of the episode that our monster of the week, one Namarizaki Boruto, is angie at Spanner because a year ago they each competed in an alchemy battle to see who would get the title of Super A Rank Alchemist, and fucking, oh my god, Spanner oh. just laid him the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> And then he spends a year being angry and then tries this whole episode to fight him and get his revenge. And the episode culminates in a Thanos moment of, you took everything from me. I have no idea who you are. I don't even know who you are. Uh, another coin in a jar, indeed. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to say, though, Ichi, have, have you ever tried to get revenge without being angry? It's stupid. You feel like an idiot. Yeah. The best, the best was when the teacher came. He's just like, okay, gotta waste your memory now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> just ruins this man's entire fucking life. Like, what is he? I love it too. He, he's like, he's like, my father and mother were like renowned alchemists. You can't do this. And he's like, yeah, I'm no, a legacy. A well, bye. He's like, oh, god, such a shame. Okay, bye. <laughs> Privilege, boy. My dad could buy and sell, yeah. But see, here's the thing. That was the best part of the entire episode for me because that's vaguely threatening oh yeah like and now you have to imagine like what does else, he think he's been doing for the last year now everything else is funny like everything else in that episode was funny and, and lane thank you for bringing that up because everything else in that episode was funny but then he showed up he glowed his magic ring and the guy bait we didn't see how he responded to it like he just got carried off like a zombie as, as far as we know he got lobotomized pretty much like he literally got all of his shit ye yoinked out of his brain like he said his parents were alchemists as as people in our chat are saying what the fuck is he gonna think when he goes home yeah like as far as he's concerned he like what will he think what what can they leave him like in terms of his life it's like trying to erase it's like being faced with a Harry Potter uh, wizard and having to make him think he's a muggle. You know what I would absolutely love to happen with this character? I want to, them to pull with him what they did with that one asshole who was another Zeo. You know what I mean? Have him show oh, up yeah. every now and then as a recurring villain. Like, haha, my parents restored my memories. I'm back for vengeance again. And then he gets beaten. Uh, who am I? <laughs> happen no i, I was well, about to say, actually, what if it like what if, 
I want to what see if it went way too far and he gets home and he's like, what's the season? Like, those are stairs. Oh. <laughs> he just gets permanently brain damaged. Oh, they can do that. Oh. That'd be that hardcore would, that, for Kamen That would be kind of awful. You, you can brain damage a person with a nail. They can definitely do it with magic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm okay. Except the brain damage. Brain. And the brain damage. Brain and damage, the brain damage, 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 damage. <laughs> oh, uh, so we also got the debut of Gotchard, uh, Burning Gorilla. Which didn't get a stock tension! It didn't, That's but it's, sad. it's still a pretty fucking cool-ass form. It's pretty cool. It is pretty it cool. Is. It's this fucking Sogozo uh, form, and his finisher was actually pretty fucking rad. I like it. I like it at the end of like I like I like it at the end of hearing Burning Gorilla. You just hear a gorilla going like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." Sorry, what were you saying, Dagger? <laughs> I love that. I think the reason why they didn't give like uh, a Burning Gorilla and Venom uh, was it Venom Arena stock Henshin because it's not like one of Gotchard's primary forms. Like we won't be seeing it that um, often. Not wrestler or freaking um, uh, Opera Skippo. Yeah, we won't be seeing it that often. Yeah. I can't. I can't look shit. at this thing, and I love how it looks, but think like Common Rider Infernape. Pretty much. Yeah. But it's it's a cool looking form, so I, I'm I'm actually It's very cool. I'm upset if we won't be seeing it as regularly. Like it, it looks good. And speaking of good forms, I gotta compliment once again the Malgum design for Hawkstar. Love what they did with the arms and the wings. Yep. Need a picture of this one. Someone pull up the Hawkstar Malgum. Oh, so like oh, wait, half... Cell, Cell hasn't seen last week. Cell, this was the this was the oh, monster no. from fucking last week. This was this was the monster from last week. The burning gorilla, Malgum. Oh, no, I remember him. Oh, no, I remember him. That was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I remember you guys talking about this, and I'm like, oh my god, that's the that's yeah, that's the hot spear. Oh, oh, that's badass. Right, it's like something out of like. Jacob's Ladder or something. That's some Ishimori <laughs> shit. That looks like a Devil Man villain. <laughs> like, looking at it like that, that looks like a Devil Man villain. I like um, it, too, that the suit actor's arms were in the wings. Yeah, no, like half the time they were in the wings, but then sometimes the his, the actor's arms were in the actual human arms, like when he was holding Rene when he kidnapped her. Like, um. like I've been saying, the way they switched that up, this is some of the most creative Monster of the Week design I've seen, aside from the fact yeah, that they're wearing yeah. pinstripe pajamas. That's the one part I don't like. They still are. They are the Malgums and Pajalgums, and they're going that way till the end. Yep. Malgums and Pajalgums. Yep. <laughs> that was a great show. Who came up with that? The that was a good one. Malgums <laughs> and Pajalgums are coming down the stairs. The Malgums and Pajalgums are chasing. 100 full gallop Malgums. All right, so. Credit to you, Jerry. We have to talk about the, the, the elephant in the room. I know there's one part of this episode that a lot of people are taking real fucking issue with, and I completely agree. It's the scene where Spanner is talking to Rene, and he sees that she looks sad because she's been reminiscing about her father and Pudding. <laughs> and yes, he does in fact tell her, a smile suits you best. He says, smile more, girl. Smile more, you look pretty. I know... A lot of people don't like that kind of attitude towards women. The whole like you should smile more kind of thing. It it it's not a good How? look. I haven't seen the episode. How was it presented? Like was it presented as sincere or? It's really hard to tell because we don't know a lot about Spanner so far. It's very casual. Mm -hmm. it, it's very it, it's very casual. Yeah. Like he literally he's, like... he's he keeps up his aloof demeanor that he's had the entire show so far, but. 
based mm. on this and previous episode, it seems like he may have some sort of relationship with her that we don't know the full extent of. Although, in this episode, later on, he when the monster kidnaps Rene and he's and he's like, Ha ha! I got your girlfriend, your one weakness. He his immediate response is, She's not my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So as creepy I mean, like it, it it did kind of have a creepy soccer feel last episode when he was like talking to her and smiling at her weirdly, but I don't think it's as bad as we think it is. But he definitely has some sort of interest in her, even if it's not romantic. Yeah, and like I mean, to be fair, it could be a thing that changes. Maybe he's just being presented as a jackass and will grow. Or this could just be some ca- casual casual sexism, and um, you know, we'll know in time. It does. I, I casual I, is I the right word, I think, it. for it. Just in general. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't even know that was wrong. like. I didn't even know that was like a bad thing. I thought he was just saying, "Hey, like." It's a lot of people take issue when they when someone tells a woman you should smile more. It's a thing. Oh, like, didn't Captain Marvel teach you anything? No, Captain Marvel was a bad movie. No. Yeah, Fun- Captain the Marvel taught me to go watch a better movie. Funnily <laughs> enough, wow, got gone. <laughs> Funnily- oh, he hates Captain Marvel. So <laughs> Funnily enough, it is also a- that's also kind of a thing in Final Fantasy XIV. There's a character named Horshafon who, at one point, tells the main character, "A smile better suits a hero." And there are people who love that line, and there are people who hate that line. I agree. Like, I mean, it's poetic, but. Connotations are connotations are connotations. It depends on what it's gender what your character is. Yeah. It depends. And, anyway, my point's been made. So, yeah, we get the debut of Burning Gorilla. It's awesome. No stock tension, but whatever. What I think was the far cooler debut... Actually, I don't know if it was in a previous episode or not, but I will say Valvarad Gekiocopter. So fucking badass. Oh, yeah. I like, I like that... For like a second episode four. Okay. I, I like that he got um he 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 didn't have like enough height to like get up to like finish him off. So Gotchard like went hop steam hopper and just like Ryder kicked him to give him more elevation. That was great. I like that because this foreshadows them working together more in the future. In the future. Oh, absolutely. To the future. Oh, where's going? Cause, cause we know that Spanner's not gonna end up becoming like the secondary rider. He's gonna be like the badass tertiary rider, like Chaser was. This, this, so. like I was about, I was gonna say, this is the second coming of Chase, and we'll see if they yeah. handle it as well. Yep. Which means he's probably going to die by the end of the show. I think he'll be. The but, tertiary but I will rider. say he won't be as good as Chase because Chase yeah. was the best. <laughs> I think he'll be prediction. I think he'll be the tertiary rider, and the person you think is going to be the secondary rider is going to die. There is chatter that Rename might. Rider. There's chatter that Rename might be the secondary, but there is also chatter that she'll just stay as like the alchemist assistant. I think that they're going to still keep building him as the tertiary rider, who's like outside of the group sort of thing. But I think that the person her, who does rider. get the suit as this that you think is going to be the secondary rider is going to be struck down early. They'll absolutely, they'll absolutely make her the uh, fucking rider, guaranteed. I don't know. I'll be, I'll be surprised if they don't. <laughs> it's just me. It's just me saying that. But like, 
At some point during Cast Ranger, you guys can hearken back to this bit of dialogue, and you can be like, Paul, be on this episode, <laughs> because we gotta talk. Because we fucking that's where I think it. it. That's, where I think, that's where I think the relationship is gonna go. I think he's going to be the secondary writer, but we're not gonna, like, you know, read it like that. Also, just, this has nothing to do with anything, but, like, the one sh- as Hotaro is approaching, like, the quarry where the test happened, where the, ba- the battle happens, for some godforsaken reason, for two, three seconds, there's a shot where he's driving the bike and the camera just flips upside down. And I'm like, what in the fuck was the point of that? <laughs> I, love, I, love, got fancy today. <laughs> I, love, I loved also that you could definitely tell that they didn't use stunt actors when they were riding the bikes. <laughs> Because <laughs> they didn't like, you know, shadow their helmets or something. <laughs> I love that. I love when that happens. I love oh, that. Man. I actually thought it was cool how like he summoned the bike by putting Goldash's card in the Kemi riser, and then we just cut to fucking Spanner like, I don't need a fucking Pokemon. I have a real bike that I bought with my yeah, money. I'm, I'm a man's bike. I'm like Hibiki. I got a real bike. I purchased. <laughs> I got one. I earned with, with capitalism, funds. like a man. <laughs> I bought a Harley. No, not what did you car. do? I have a Pokemon that I was given by my teacher. No, Good for you. Actors on bikes. That's supposed to be a woman. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I, I that's yeah. I, I, I see. I, <laughs> I see. I see. Those are definitely not cats. <laughs> so yeah, next week this is like related to like Trini. <laughs> So yeah, next week's episode we'll we'll see the Sabo Needle Kemi and the debut of Needle Hawk form. Needle yeah, Hawk partner. Kind of? Not really? Not really. No. We resolved it. <laughs> we resolved the, the Boruto arc. <laughs> For now. Would you, would you say Bolt would you say Bolt is like your favorite like monster of the week like character and writer? <laughs> Oh, you mean like the human character? Yeah. Oh, he's absolutely <laughs> up there. I don't know about like all-time favorite because you know how bad my memory is, but like this guy got yeah. me to sit up and pay attention. Does he beat Tsurugi <laughs> in Kamen Rider Kabuto? Well, Tsurugi's not a Monster of the Week character. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He's one of the fucking riders. He's a native. No, I know, but the question is favorite rando human who turns into a Monster of the Week. Tsurugi is not in that category. I know what you're talking about, but Tsurugi is not in that category. Okay. He's a main rider. No, he is a main rider, sure, absolutely. But he does turn into a monster. I know, but that's not the category we're talking about. Okay, we're talking about one-off episode characters. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Maybe there'll be more anyway. of this guy. I, that's what I was saying earlier. I want him to come back several times throughout the show seeking revenge again, and every episode end with his memory wiped, sent back to his family. That's what I was getting to. <laughs> I wanted to see that, like, a recurring thing. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so fucking good? I need to see the trials and tribulations of a character who doesn't know that he's a kaiju. <laughs> what, what, what if they? What if they play it off like legit? What if they play it off as a joke in the series? Orb perfectly pointed out what I was going to say next. It'd be just like that one asshole from Don Brothers who kept coming back with different powers. 
Oh my like, god, no, yeah. No, 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 it's like Kenny from South Park recently. Just <laughs> your power. I can't die. And none of you keep forgetting. <laughs> and all of you keep forgetting. I fucking remember this time. Yep. Oh, remember this time. I'm going to die violently. Remember this. Hey, guys. I mean, my favorite, my, my favorite season of South Park was the season where Kenny actually did die for a whole season. Oh, uh, yeah. It was the saddest episode of television ever. And then the, la and then the, and then the last episode of the season, he literally is in the last shot. It's just like, hey, Kenny, where the hell have you been? Hey, Kenny. <laughs> okay. And then they just continue on like normal. And yeah, yeah wasn't there like God, a season where he, he was just around without the hood? And I did for, I'm like, I saw an episode where oh, he was wow. like that. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, they showed, him, they showed him in the movie too when he was like leaving to go to heaven. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I always like knew like because that that was only like the like that, that came out after the second season. So like you know when I saw that early and I was like, okay, so Kenny's blonde, and from then on, I was like, is that that's Kenny? Like every time we saw him, like without yeah. it, and it was a joke. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Anyways, let's move on. Oh, guy Busso, uh, but also Bravin. Bravin. And so we have come to what was inevitable from the start of this show, an a reverse isekai arc. Yeah. Had to do it at some point, people. Damn, damn you, Dijon Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> so the king ogres wake up in Sometime. modern Japan. Oh my god. Like I I, I, I and Dagda did that? Yeah, so the last episode, after the King Ogre's, like, counterpunk, Donald Duckled, <laughs> he, he gets bored and then gets angry and then goes, Alright, fuck it! I'm going to send you to the worst place in the multiverse! Modern Japan! <laughs> and he sends Jersey. them to, like, actual Japan, where the Kyoryukis have been Jersey. Like, literally, when I was watching the episode, it was like, New Jersey! <laughs> yeah, we were both voting we Red Chicken subconsciously, let's be honest. <laughs> yes, we were, what's, but at the same time, it's the right answer. What's, in what's interesting, too, is that in the Kyoruger's world, they're also having their sort of, like, fucking monster problem? And, like, one of them just goes, oh, yeah, this fucking asshole, like, da-da-da-da-da, whatever, like, that's caused all this. And just the King Ojo's, I'm just like, wait, oh, so he's just had an influence everywhere then. Yeah, the fact <laughs> that he sent them here means he can come here, which means he's just been causing trouble and... Be, he's throughout the, king the, of the universe, he's, he's throughout the multiverse. He is said he's the king of the universe. What if he's just been behind every single Sentai villain? So he's sent the twist with him. So he's Sentai's version of Foundation X. He's Rick Sentai. Yes, Rick Sentai. He's Rick Sentai. He's the guy. What's the villain faction in Q, Q Ranger called? In Q Ranger or in Kyoryuger? Q Ranger. Uh, Jark Matter. Yeah, Jark Matter. Maybe he made Jark Matter. <laughs> like, Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, so we get to, like, the Kyoryuger 10 years later Earth, and we find out, yeah, Doug Dead has been here and has been causing shit. He has revived, or rather, I don't know if it's a revived or a created 
some new Deboth generals in the form of Kabuto Bunshin and uh, Sen King. So Kabuto Bunshin apparently is like the new leader of Deboth, and I don't know if he's like actually biologically biologically related to the previous actual Deboth leader, or if he's just like a I'm next in line for the leadership kind of thing. And then the monster that serves under him, Debo Sen King, is literally this fucked up amalgamation of Chaos, Candelira, Luckyero, uh, Igaron, uh, Dogold, Endorf, and D from the movie, all into one terrifying creature that can't decide on its own emotions because it's caught between all of them. And it's all just awful. Because like I'm watching this and I'm like... I don't like your design. I don't like the motivation you're going with where you're, like, you're switching between the various things. I'm just like, uh, you are literally the bare minimum that you could have come up with. For it's like stuff. some horrible Megazord made of evil generals. It's the bare minimum that you can think Throw of. Throw pictures at me. Like, literally, it's it's the bare minimum you can think of. Someone pull up an image of Sen King in the chat for sale. Um, but yes. Send me pictures all the way through, everyone. So the idea is the King Ogers show up in this modern Japan and everyone is sluggish because they've lost their Bureivu, which is Kyoryuger's gimmick. And it's just the spirit of justice uh, in, in a like personified, objectified, quantifiable essence that is both something present in all of humanity in this universe and also the energy source they put into their their Judenchi to transform. It's like how in Maja Ranger, bravery is a quantifiable thing yeah. that fuels magic. But here's the question. So the Kyoryujers that we meet in this episode are apparently unable to transform because they've lost their brave, but they're not like zombie-level dispirited like the randos out in the world seem to be. I guess we just chalked that up to protagonist powers. Um, yeah. can, I, can I just say about this design, by the way? Quick, quick, quick thing. Uh -huh. um, yeah, you guys are right. This is a bit of a mess. That... Uh, I, I really appreciate that they kept her tits. Like, <laughs> I, it just shows you where we're at. But yeah, this thing is I made mean, of one, two, three, arm. four, five, six, seven different monsters kit bashed into one. There, you can't even see the one on the back. No. <laughs> like, I saw it and I was like, not impressed. Let's see how this goes. I like it. I don't. Like he even did like a crying I think thing. It's, I think it's it, it's all the wrong ways that you can be busy. It's all the wrong ways that you can be misshapen, and it's all the wrong ways that you can be performed. Okay. Do you know what it? Do you know what it is? And I, I guarantee I'm about to get some hate from everyone on this chat. But do you know what it honestly reminds me of? And I never liked this. Mm -hmm. What? Chimeramon. <laughs> Yes, oh, right. yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah. No, nope, absolutely. You know what I always, you know what I always hated the most about Chimeramon specifically? How like the top two arms are Devimons, but then the bottom two arms are two different Mons: Kuagamon and Skullgreymon. Like, be consistent yeah. for fuck's sake. Nah. Anyway. Oh, awesome. Anyway. Um, okay. I have, to mention, awesome. I have to mention one thing that made me like holler so hard. I, before we move on, I just want one more comment mm -hmm. about Sen King. I love that like mm -hmm. it's an amalgamation of all the Deboth generals, most of whom are all dead, 
but Candelira and Lucky Euro are still part of this fucking mishmash, even though Candelira and Lucky Euro are still alive and helping the carriages. I was so happy seeing Lucky Euro again. I was like, oh, look at them. Wait, wait, wait hold on. Like, you, maybe, I, I, maybe I'm wrong here. So wait, is this thing a bug thing with like wearing all that stuff? Or is this just a different thing altogether? It's based on monsters from Kyoryuger. It has nothing to do with King Oger. Okay, okay. Just checking. Um, because the way you described that, I was like, oh, this is a bug thing. Like, you know, there are bugs that, like, literally take bug carcasses no, and, no, no. and, like, stick them to themselves. I was like, is that a play on that? It has nothing to do with the no, no, they, they just, they just, They just made a monster fusion of all the generals from Kyoryuger. <laughs> gotcha, oh, gotcha. Oh, I, oh good, the Mook the monster? Amazing. Love the Mook monster. Okay. That's great. I actually, I dig that. Okay. It's yeah. stupid, but it works. Fantastic. Um, anyways, so what's something that happened in this episode that made me just holler? Was So, like, we get to see Ian. And it was so great seeing Ian. And so Ian, of course, like, he, he goes like, oh my. And then fucking Jeremy <laughs> comes in with the, oh my. And I just fucking die. Ah, I, like, I see. I see you have a stupid catchphrase as well. Interesting. <laughs> fucking Jeremy with me. falls on this guy. I fucking love it. It's so good. Oh my. The utter crumb plating. No, Jeremy's wait, wait, wait. great. Wait, you guys never told me that in a dinosaur sentai there was a character named Ian. Oh, Which yeah. Knowledge I needed oh, earlier. Oh, yeah. Famed, famed archaeologist Ian Yorkland. Ian he's Yorkland. Yeah, Yorkland. He's not a chaotician, though. So, Nobu. Also, great seeing Nobu again. Glad, yep. glad, he, glad he got to do some stuff after he fucking died in Keats episode one. Um, he made a Sean Connery pun. Was Did that reference Sean? Yeah. Was that just in the subs, or was that what he actually said? Because I didn't. Maybe it was. I, I heard Connery out of his mouth, but he was making some kind of Sean Connery pun, and I was just like, "Okay, no, but what do you?" I, I I I didn't pay enough attention to what he was saying to actually translate correctly. That's what the subs I got. So yeah, I, could, I mean, I could believe it. Presume James Bond's yeah. popular everywhere. Also, also, Soji grew up so much. Oh yeah, it's been ten years. <laughs> He's not a teenager anymore. He's all grown oh, up and teaching his own sword yeah. students. No, yeah. Okay. So can we can we talk about Prince? Uh, yeah. So what? A, what? A, what an interesting fella. I will say, at first, he annoyed the shit out of me because I'm like, oh great, it's another dumb red. But apparently. So, according to what we were told, Daigo and Utsusamimaru aren't in this special because they took off into space in Plezuan to chase after Dog Dead. And according to what the other Kyoryuger said, Prince was sent to them from Daigo and Uchi from another timeline. No, and, but you know what? We we all we're all thinking it. We're all probably going to be in consensus about it. He's he's Daigo and Ami's son, like from the future. No, it has to be. Okay, that was the first assumption. But keep in mind, Amy didn't go with them. 
kind of puts a damper in that. No, but that, that's still like they went to a future, but that means they, it probably still is their kid. As much as I would like that to be the case, I have another theory, and I'm going to get into this a little more. Okay. Uh, so good. I'm going to get into this theory a little bit more once we talk about the drop, plot drop at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, please explain that to me when we get there. Fuck. Yeah, but in in time. Um, what the it fuck was, was I going to say? The shit. Oh, so tell me, did anyone else besides me recognize who that farmer was? The one that Kagaragi was hanging out with? Lord of... That was I, gentle. I, I, I dropped I don't know. Yeah, they did say you. Who, who was that again? That was gentle. Amy's butler. Oh my god, that's right! Why is he a farmer now? Why the fuck not? I don't know. Guess butlerin didn't work out. Yeah, I guess but no. He didn't. Uh, he didn't match up with Sebastian, though. That's that's interesting. <laughs> oh, I love. I loved. I loved when he met her. Like she's like, I don't fucking like where we are right now. She's just standing in the middle Sebastian. of. She's wandering through the middle of nowhere in a completely different world, and she just shouts for Sebastian like he's gonna pop through a portal with a tray in hand. Well, I mean, she she probably believed that was a possibility. <laughs> I guess she just assumed also, they were still in the same planet. Also, Ichi, I think your theory about frickin' uh, Gira having, like, the Shugata soul in him, I think that's sounding more sound. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's basically confirmed. So, the fact that he got to transform and no one else did. <laughs> wait, wait, it's... say that one more time, sorry. I... So, no one else, none of the King Ogers can henchin while they're in this world, except for Gira. And this puts another mm-hmm. nail in the coffin in a long-running theory, or rather a couple of theories. Um, the, that he has one inside, right? Yanma specifically says that the others can't transform because they're cut off from their shoe gods. The fact that Gira can mm-hmm. still transform means that he's not cut off from the shoe god, which means... My two theories are, have on this have been so far: a, the Shugod God soul is inside of him, possibly fed to him as Rainbow Judurira when he was a child, and second, which and this theory is less likely, but it would, uh, it would explain why nobody remembered who he was before everyone before he was like formally announced and revealed uh, that that he is the Shugod God soul changed into a person. Those are my two theories. That's very I, interesting. I think the former is far more likely. The second would explain yeah. that gap in ever in everyone's behavior. But uh, yeah, so the, the the prevalent theory is that the Shu God soul is inside of Gira, which is why you see that shot of Kuwagata coming out of his body when it charged up Prince's Zudenchi. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's a thing that is inching towards being formally revealed. We'll get there, and, but like and again, it speaks to the show's like quality in terms of like setup and payoff. Like there, a lot of things have been set up and paid off, and it made sense. Yeah, and that makes sense too. What you're saying, like something that makes much a little bit less sense is how Yanma takes the broken Gabari caliber, a device that in Kyoryuger does not transform anyone and is only a weapon that attaches to the Gabari revolver uh, and somehow in his process of repairing it and reskinning it actually turns it into a 
working henshin device. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Because he's just that good. I Yama, guess. Yeah, Yama's awesome. Yama's awesome. Yeah, you well, know what? He, that's a point he, like, in the Yama's awesome column. Didn't he? Didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he? Like, kind of like rework the Oger calibers or something? I think he's the one who designed the technology, or like. Yeah, exactly. Ichi, so Ichi, there you go. Ichi, look at it this way. I think Donatello could do that, so yeah. Yanma could do that. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as Multi saying in our chat, the one thing about it that I didn't like is when he actually transformed the fucking sound effects they used were such terrible quality. What the hell is up with that? Well, maybe that's literally because he's doing it out of like he had to do it from scratch, so it wasn't going to be perfect. I, re I really like or the standby ten-year-old audio. I, I like the I like the standby chime for uh, for the changer. I thought it was really cool. But just fucking see Prince like do like a Kyoruger style dance and he's just like waving the sword around. I'm like, all right, you're going to fucking cut somebody if you do that again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The dance was a little flaily and I kind of hate the henching chime. It's just a fucking Samba version of you are the king. I'm like, really? Oh, dear. Yeah, but we got to hear old shit again. So all was well in the world. You are the king. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I like I like that Gira like does his like evil king shtick to him, and he's like, "I'm gonna take you over Japan." And I'm like, oh no! <laughs> okay. like, like you want to be, dude? Dude, you can't say that. <laughs> it's like... I also really love Yanma like talking to Ian. Like, yeah, we're from Shugadam and Inkosopa. You'd be stupid if you didn't know where those were. What is this fucking Nihon shit? <laughs> <laughs> Yama just kept fucking calling everyone like Tanuki brains. So I'm like, Yama, give it a fucking rest, buddy. Jesus Christ. That's where you go. That's raisins. <laughs> well, like that's just that's just like his that's the that's the family friendly version of him calling everyone a dumbass. Well, you so know what? You know what? Get woke. <laughs> Get Whoa, better insults. No, you. But yeah, so uh, Sen King attacks again, attacking more people, and then we get the debut of the pincering hero, King Kyoru Red. And you know what? Like suit does. Uh, weapon design <laughs> issues aside, the suit is really, really good. It is the perfect okay. amalgamation of Kyoryuger and King Oger suits. P good. Yep. I like it. I have one weird problem with it. Uh-huh. Uh, so, because, okay, so he, get this, he gets his ranger form because Kuagara Ojer, uh, Kuagon get, gets in, like, I know, energy into I know exactly what you're about to say, and it's why does he still have Tyranno motifs on the suit? And the only assumption I have is because the sword is a dinosaur. Like, yeah, I, sword? I, let's just assume that it just has residual Gabutira energy in it. It's just that he combined oh, he combined God. the technology that was already there and put a King Oger spin on it. So because like the battery itself didn't actually have Gabutira's energy in it, that was the problem. It needed the it needed the energy of like a Zord, regardless oh. of whose. I also love how much Soji was like hyping Prince up, being like, "Yeah, if he got his hands on a fucking like Gabutier or something, 
he'd be busted. He'd be like the hero we need. And I'm like, I don't think awesome. it was specifically like, I if he, how he was hyping him up. I don't think it was specifically if he got his hands on Gabutira. It was a uh, he has a lot of untapped potential that he needs a way to bring out and. Yeah, testing could, against Gira was the way to do that. He could be protagonist, but we're not sure if he should be protagonist. No, no, they wanted and, him and to. Like, it wasn't a should. It was a he. He needs to figure out how. Literally, anyway. also because he was able to take down a giant mook with one strike by himself. That motherfucker. That. that that screams Daigo. Oh yeah. So I'm like, I'm yes. like, you can't tell me he's not his kid when he can do something like that. He had the. Yeah, I was gonna say that screams Carter. He, I was gonna say yeah. Carter, yeah, but he also absolutely has Daigo energy because the in episode one Daigo downs Gabutira to get his respect and his power. Punches him in the fucking face. So Prince yeeting himself through the sky. Stabbing the giant Zorima and murdering it with just the one shot and surviving the explosion is yeah. absolute protagonist energy. I'm I'm gonna stand on my stand my ground and on my hill saying that Di the prince is Daigo and Ami's son. <laughs> Guaranteed. Okay, so we're gonna get into the plot drop at the end of the episode and then I'm gonna posit my theory. So Jeremy spends his ep this episode in this like m cave with a mural on the wall that Ian has been dusting off, and uh -huh. the mural has all of the Kyoryujers on it. And as they continue to dust it off, we eventually see the Caucasus Castle on it from King Oger, and that's oh, when I missed that. Jeremy puts together that his father's people, humanity. I don't know if. I don't know if this includes all of humanity that exists in in the King Oja world, or if he's just referring to a tribe of humans that migrated to that that his father belonged to. But what Jeremy says is that his father's people, which were humans, migrated from the actual Earth to Chiku, the planet King Oja happens on. So what this means oh, is that. I think what they're saying is that Earth and Chiku are separate planets that exist at the same time. But what this means is, what is this business with the quote-unquote other timeline slash the future yeah. that Daigo and Uchisemimaru well, went yeah, to? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think he's projecting. I think... He said Chikyu, which is Earth, and he assumed, so this must be another planet that I'm not familiar with that's based on what I'm used to! No, no, here's the oh thing. We've known since the start of the show that the no. Chikyu in King Oger is not Chikyu the Earth that is normal uh, okay. normal reality. Okay. Okay. Here's, yes. Here's what no. the... Go ahead, Lane. Go ahead. You're going to agree with me on this, so... Do you know Shoot. who they are? Who? They're the fucking Tell Marines from Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> They're just humans what, what, what that, I... that were lived on native to Earth, and they found their way into Narnia and settled there. <laughs> what this could be, and maybe this is thinking a little too, 
like too much about it, but like it could be if they came from Earth originally and went to that new planet. Here's the thing: distance affects time greatly. So like it could be, so it could be thousands of years in the past for them, but it's still ex- it's existing concurrently. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, so like that could be what they say. It's like if if. If Dagdit, especially if Dagdit is playing with space physics here and reality bending, like I don't think that's off the table. That they, it's 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 yes to the all the all the above. So I think what's happening here is if they're implying that there is a way to get from the Kyoryuger Earth to the King Oger Chiku and back and forth between these two planets, as not only Dagdit has illustrated, but possibly that's where King and Utsusemi Maru went. If they went into the, f- if they traveled to the King Oger planet, but in the future, as they've said in the episode, because they said that Prince was sent from the future, what I think has happened here is that Prince is from Chiku, the King Oger planet, in the future. So what I think this implies is that Prince is a descendant of Gira's. Oh, or that's why he's compatible with the Kuwagata powers. Or you be an asshole. He could. I will say because because things are all timey wimey and who the fuck knows. He could. It could also be a case where he is an ancestor of Gira. Yeah, he's an ancestor. He could be an ancestor or a descendant of Gira. I agree with you that he is related to Gira because we've seen very clearly through their interactions in this episode that they are extremely similar people and gira managed to do something he doesn't usually do and be the mentor thing in yeah this, in this episode it's almost like he's teaching his son to sword fight sure oh maybe or, he also has like a piece of the kogata soul this in him. could be I, I, again i can't get over this idea that the the different planet thing is a hoax and this is just cute as they know it is earth in the, the opening of the show starts with the narration a far-off planet in the corners of the galaxy so the the implication but is that this is not normal earth a far-off planet in the corners of the galaxy no i know but i'm pretty sure some of the description of the show has explicitly stated that this is a different planet yeah, called no, yeah, man, i think I, yeah, Paul, I think it's like a Star Wars situation where, like, it's it is you know a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's just there's also humans, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Humans exist other places but besides it's, Earth. It's just like, like it's what presenting to us at least. Like, so unless they do like a last minute, like, aha, it wasn't no, that's the whole what time. I, that's I what know. I'm talking about right now. I'm saying like. We might be misinterpreting. We, we might be reading far into things that are reading in the way that we want them to. But I'm not giving up on the idea that these two cues are the same. Because I genuinely... Well, it's also... Uh, like, like, that's the easiest explanation, what you're giving me. But it's also the hardest, because you're what you're saying is that there was an entire migratory event that happened where billions of people were moved to a functionally identical planet, even if you look at the models. Like if you look at the model of Chiku with the with the with the with the uh, with the normal set that we're used to in King Oger, the the continents look the same. 
you can't tell me that there Sorry. is an impossibility that there's a time warp in the middle of this. I won't take it completely off the table, but here's the thing. If the idea that this could Earth... be Beast Wars. Here's the thing, though. If the idea that Earth is a past version of Chiku from King Oger, there would be something in King in King Oger's records about this previous version of society. You mean the fact that there is also Chiku imagery in Earth relics in what we're seeing here? We're seeing Chiku imagery in Earth here's relics. The, here's the thing. You know what I think happened? Because in the episode preview, for a brief second, we see what I know for a fact is the Caucasus castle in its Shu God mode. I think what happened is Jeremy's people migrated from Earth to Chiku in Caucasus Castle as their spaceship. That's what he and said. And that's why there's a mural of the castle on Earth, because the castle was from Earth and left Earth to go to Chiku. And that's easy. That's easy. Because oh, no. That's what we go the themes, though. Paul, but like, I'm think about it. Like, if because Thunder made a good hold on, hold on. Thunder made a good point. Like, this would this would flow in so well with the whole idea that the Bugnarok were the original victims of all of this, and it just because like that was their home originally, and someone who was fleeing made it their own. I think that oh. goes better with the themes that have been presented. So, in this. so, so that's to say that all of humanity on Chiku is descended from the branch of humanity that migrated from Earth in the spaceship. That's what they're trying to say. Yeah, yeah I think. and Jeremy's father was the only human in that branch who actually tried to make peace with the Bugnarok by way of, you know... No, the Bugnarok are the humans who would be traveling. No, 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 no. I no, no, no. The Bugnarok are the native inhabitants the, of Chiku. Yeah, the Bugnarok were the only people. The Bugnarok were the only creatures living on Chiku for a time. Then Jeremy's father's people, humanity from Earth in the Caucasus Castle, migrated from Earth to Chiku, landed, settled, took over, forced the Bugnarok underground. That fits so the, so perfectly. The, 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 the Tal Marines mm. from Narnia. I think that means I think that also our, what Paul's You have to acknowledge the think, fact that in the end that means that the Sentai are to an extent the bad guys. Correct. So, it's all so about yes. perspective. This and that's Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, to, si to simplify what, what Paul's trying to say is it's that scene from Futurama episode one when, like, you see, like, Fry's frozen and time's going through and you just see aliens come. Several times. Earth, destroy it. Then we rebuild ourselves with castles yes. and stuff. Then the aliens yes. come back again and destroy it. And then we get the future. <laughs> yes. Don't love today. Yes. And, and it all inevitably ends with gear going, oh, my God, I was wrong. It was Earth all along. Yeah, mic drop. There you go. That is what I was building to, yes. You Everything finally made a raining. dinosaur out of me! I was building to a planet of the Earth. Yeah, which, don't get me wrong, that's an idea, but I, I think the theme of it goes a lot better with what they've done, you know? Like, the idea of who's right, what what does the past truly make of us, like, you know? We'll see I, how I, it goes. I just can't believe we're getting such a huge fucking plot drop in the crossover episodes! <laughs> Well, it's almost like King Oger's a well-made show or something. Yeah, it's, it's like a really fucking good Sentai. Oh, I cannot wait for next week when we see that. I've never watched an episode yeah. of King Oger. 
I can't wait for an explanation <laughs> on how they're all able to transform. <laughs> um, are you guys closing on the uh, on discussing, or because I have a, a thing I wanted to say? But finish what you're saying. Sorry. Yeah, I say anything so. I think we pretty much said what we need to say. Oh, also, Amy finds the Jujenryu, so we're, yeah. Yeah, Amy finds the, the, the Zords. We're going to get a full team-up episode <laughs> next week with everyone transformed. That'll be cool. Yeah. And um, well, the King Ogres, well, besides Jeremy, they're going to have civilian clothes. So yeah, yeah, the King Ogres oh. wearing normal modern Earth clothes looks oh, so fucking no. weird. Oh, no. Himeno's oh, poor Rita. Himeno's with Ian. That's not going to go well. Oh, oh, the, the disaster that's going to be uh, Kagaragi. Ian, Ian, Ian is kind of the uh, the oh. ladies' man of, of the group, oh. so. like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the... A, I remember, I remember in like the old, like, summer uh, gear. the old uh, riders. <laughs> Just like if the... Yeah, you're right. If the King Ogres were in a gotcha game, these would be their summer variants. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Oh god, Summer Gagaragi! <laughs> I got Summer Gira! Oh yeah, and we also forgot to mention that Rita saw, like, Lakiro, and, like, of course Rita's super fascinated with him. Oh my god. I couldn't get over the fact that, that Rita actually Rita got was going to thwarted. learn about more than just one anime. Oh, I no. hated the fact that Rita got thwarted by some fucking Looney Tunes shit. <laughs> like it's just like it does not hey, her character perfectly. Hey, look, an episode of that thing you like. Oh boy, cage drops. Oh yeah, because I had him watch last week's episode to catch him up. We all Fuck have it. our vices. I was like, God damn it, Rita, <laughs> get your shit together. I, 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 one other thing I wanted to mention about this episode. One thing we got to see that we don't often see is the other members of the King Ogres fighting unmorphed. That was pretty rad. Yes. I, I, I believe that. I oh, think yeah, that the, um, sorry, just one second and I'll let you say it. Um, I believe that the King Ogres, in terms of all the Sentais out there, I mean, I haven't watched every Sentai, but I'm willing to state that in terms of, like, the physical capabilities of the King Ogres, even unmorphed, are quite a bit higher than your standard Sentai team. Like, they're trained. They understand shit. And, like, their their suits do make them stronger, but you you aren't putting them at a disadvantage by having them being civilian form. Oh yeah, and I respect that. What were you saying, Decker? Uh, I was about to say, oh, I wonder why they're fighting in civilian form. It's like it's directed by Koichi Sakamoto. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Explains so much. That's actually a that's an interesting thought a uh, thought experiment, Paul. Like the. Because you often do have the teams, like, yes, yeah, some teams are trained, like, because you have your ninja groups, you have your, like, actual, like, armed forces groups, but a lot of time it is just, you know, kids. So it's, like, it is interesting to think, like, unmorphed teams who's actually got fighting skills and every one who of doesn't, them, you know? Every one of them is a well-trained knight. Like, no yeah. matter how you see exactly. it. Exactly. They're all kids. Well, except Gira. <laughs> well, yes. Gira's exactly. just the special. Gira, he's, the he's, the, he's the scrappy one. Yeah, he's the scrappy potential blatant <laughs> one who who like just knows everything. He doesn't like, you know 
the only times when he's Red he, Ranger. Yeah, exactly. He's a Red Ranger. He he needs instruction when he gets it, and he doesn't need it when he doesn't. And it's still weird seeing him in Rackley's clothes. Yep, really. Is. <laughs> he it's works like, it. I'll, I gotta give him that. He he works it. Runs in the blood. Shoulder pauldrons off. They don't shoot you. They don't shoot mm-hmm. you at all. Like I don't think the Nazi. Oh. <laughs> I was just thinking of a funny like yeah. joke with with like Rackley's. <laughs> so just like a character comes up to comes up to Rackley's. If you are Gira's brother and the king of Shukanum, <laughs> I just got one thing to say to you. Yeah? Well, I've been checking on the same back. You've been invited to the Rackleys and uh, Kagaragi's sister's wedding. Prepare to be married. Finally get married. They finally get married. They finally get married. I'm pretty sure I made all of these exact jokes during the episode where Rackley's married Suzume. Oh, it's, <laughs> oh, it's, it's all a cycle at this point. He's trying to get married, but what about the shoe gods? <laughs> Look at all these presents! <laughs> well, what about the bug rock party of the bugs? Uh, wait, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, Gira, trusting your brother wasn't stupid. Leaving him with uh, Degda, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get no, into no. our feature topic. Trusting uh, your brother I, was I have stupid. one thing. Trusting I have one thing I wanted to say. Hold on, hold on. It was kind of funny. Hold on, hold on. What was that, Paul? What I, I, I was building on what Cell said is like, oh, Gira, trusting your brother wasn't stupid. Trusting the rest of the government? Now that was stupid. <laughs> get to the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what were you saying, Cell? Well, like the, the whole thing I was going to say was, um, so you know how they got sent to real world Japan, modern day, uh-huh. missed opportunity here. Okay. Yeah. They, what they should have done, they should have done what we said and sent them to Jersey. Cause then what they could have done, they could have gone to like, I don't know, the fifties or sixties or something and ran into a boy named uh, Richard Raymond. And, uh, they tell him everything about what's going on, what's going on. And, uh, that, that, that little boy. He grew up to be George R. R. Martin and made the books based off the tales the King Ogers told him. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what they should have done. He would go off to get so much nerd jobs. You're proud, right? so you proud of that? Much. Someone needs to make a mod of Elden Ring, but oh. just with King Ogers as like the characters. Yo, cool. I would replay That'd Elden Ring for that. That'd be awesome. That like would work so King Ogers well. set of armor. Lane, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna play as uh, Dabowski and Caleb so much. What if Orbernard chat is like, what if they get sent to Tiernanog? Don't even suggest such a thing. I think I might overload from happiness. Oh, imagine they did a Power like a Power Rangers adaptation of fucking King Oger, and they just did Tiernanog. That'd be awesome. Oh, shout out to you, Ichi. Huh? Ichi had a great name. For if they ever make Power Rangers of King Oger. Luigi, do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, we were positing, like, if they made Power Rangers out of King Oger, my first thought was Power Rangers Royal Alliance. And I think that's badass. And so, you uh, and I were talking about Power this. Rangers Bug Force? No. You and I were talking about this last <laughs> night. But the idea that I yeah. came up with for, like, the, the King Oger Power Rangers was they're the first Power Rangers. Yeah, this is like an old-timey, medi- like, like actually medieval time. Yeah, like, like the original 
Power Rangers. Like, like lore-wise, they would be canonically the first Sentai to establish yeah, the concept yeah, like, as like, Power Rangers. Like exactly. you think, of, like you think about the scene in in King Oger where it's like it's way into the show where they declare themselves a Sentai for the first time. That's the moment where they come up with the term Power Rangers. I I think it might be interesting. I think so too. I think I th- like the I like the idea that the original Power Rangers team was an alliance of kings. Yeah. Like an alliance of various nations. Yeah. They 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 weren't just a bunch of suck up teenagers that were friends that <laughs> bought powers. They were Yeah, like I think people. in a Power Rangers situation, do it that it is Earth the whole time and these were just, you know. Yeah. But they were important people. They were of different nations. They weren't a bunch of friends who were They're in kings. math class together. Yes. But they were still kids, but they were kings. Yes. And the original Power Rangers, like during during the scene where they're they're saying, like, you know, we're the, the Royal Sentai uh King Oji. No, yeah, yeah. They go We're Power Rangers. <laughs> That's when Zordon like smites them and says, "I came up with that." And you have to make, <laughs> and you have to make it sound cool. Like actually, know that. that. Actually, Paul, to lean into what you were talking about, you know what you do then? You make Zordon in the show again, like just back in the day, and he's yeah. like, "What do they I, always I was call a wizard?" Saying, it's medieval times. Yeah, I was actually saying it could be. He could Altar. be like the court wizard of the kings. I was gonna say this should take place on Altar. Yeah, that'd be a neat way to reorigin the Power Rangers. Yes. Maybe name. Not bad. Then they can't be from Earth. She should be Eltar. <laughs> yeah, from Eltar. Yeah. Yeah, no, okay. I was slightly paying attention, but I, I am saying yes to everything. Okay, Very cool. <laughs> Glad to know we cool. have your sign off. So, Good to know that I'm so jiving the, with your idea of the of, boom comics. So now the uh, the bugs from Toei, they're going to talk to the Saban guys, whoever the hell is. And, uh, yeah, we're not going to hey. see a single check. No, nope. but that's exactly yeah. what they're going to do. <laughs> Saban, uh, do the same thing that Toei is doing and listen to us and do the thing. <laughs> well, who do knows? The who the fuck knows what's going to happen to Power Rangers now? Because it's, everyone keeps talking about how oh, Cosmic Fury is the last Power Rangers. I have fucking no idea. Probably not. Every Power Rangers, but, uh, it's the Power, Power Rangers, Rangers is like Hayo, is like Miyazaki. Okay, it's never going to be the last one. I think it's going to be the last Power Rangers as we know it, like, under the same management, and it's going to be different going forward, and they're not going to be using stock footage. But I think that that's... And as we've seen, that's going to be a disaster. Well, I think it's the natural evolution. I think it'll take a couple of seasons, but I think it'll work eventually. We'll, We'll see. It really depends on how much like money they're willing to use because you know those do cost money like stunt stunt work scenes. So if if you know, Power Fury, Rangers is a notoriously cheap show, that's unfortunately part of the problem always. Like if Cosmic Fury showed me anything, as long as you have the have like the right creative team, it can work. All right. Well, we've as long as it doesn't try to hinder it. B fighter, wow! Feature topic time. Wow. Okay, I gave this show an absolute shit kicking from the first two episodes last week. I have to admit, these two episodes not as bad. 
Someone in the actual like executive branch of the near uh, of like the writing department came into the room and went, "No, fix this, fix this, fix this." If there was a rewriting session, like there was, there was a session where it's like our two part pilot didn't work. We need to we need to make it different. It's not that it didn't work per se. It's that it was filled with such bewildering, out of nowhere decisions, and and a lot of like, why is that that? What are they? All right. There um, not to say that there was zero amount of that in these two episodes, but it was far less. Um. I will say, like, I, I watched the episodes, but, like, this morning I kind of, like, just, my day didn't really go as as I wanted it to, so I was kind of a bit, like, disgruntled with some stuff that happened, like, this morning, so I was just kind of watching, like, grudgingly, just being like, uh-huh, uh-huh, me fire, and, like, literally, like, they got to, like, the henshin, we got to, like, the henshin sequence in the in the episodes, and I literally skipped a- skipped over it. They showed their weapons, I skipped over it, because I'm just like, insane. I don't care. I think they're rad. I think they're cool. Oh, no, no, it's great. But just the fact they're that very... they kept repeating it over and over again, if it I just may, it bothers me. very basic henching footage. It's very basic henching footage. It's how you think it's going to look. But it looks good. I don't hate the henchings. The henchings in this show are pretty good. I don't hate any one Well, isn't it just what was in Beetleborgs? No. Absolutely. No. no, they made their own. No. I don't. Yep. I don't, a hate, I don't hate any one aspect of what I saw in B-Fighters. Except when the Beetleborgs, when it wasn't all three of them transforming, they fucking pulled an Animorphs and just had them fade from their human into the suit. I don't think that's a problem, because I love Animorphs. I know, you don't. But, either way, I... I liked what I saw. I will accept the idea. I'll watch it and figure it out for myself. Because I uh, noted, I didn't watch the first two episodes. We didn't do that. But instead, saw, we did what I we did the same thing I did last week and watched two episodes of Beetleborgs as a palate cleanser. What I saw from B Fighters that I had to watch today, I was not like beleaguered by. I thought it was fun. I thought it was okay. The, fun I didn't is a feel like asking word. for my hour back. Fun is a strong word. I would say that it's. Episode three is a solid episode. There's, there's solid, almost there's there's very little, if anything, wrong with it as a self-contained episode. It's a solid episode from a solid project that I would expect from its era. Like yes, from the early. 90s. This is the, this is exactly the kind of thing you see from Sentai and Rider of the era. Yes, a standard monster of the week episode. It looks like it's I, still I trying stay. to be Showa. But it's Hammer Hammer Kong was cool. Hammer Kong. I loved Hammer Kong. I loved Hammer Hammer Kong. Kong, You say? (laughs) I love that it spits gigantic fucking nails at people. Yeah, it's just a monster that has two hammers for hands and it spits nails at people. Alright, but we gotta go through this in order. So, the the episode opens with the introduction of, I'm just gonna call it, the Beetle Battle Base. Yep. (laughs) It is the Beetle Battle Base. I, I I hope you like it. Be- oh, fu- okay. You know how there was the the stock the stock thing of like, like it opening up and like them getting into their vehicles and like driving off. Uh-huh. Never again. Oh, De- Decker, Decker, Jerry, Vegas, and I 
We despise that footage. Is it because uh, they play it every episode? Because they use it over and the, okay. One th- okay, I know a lot of guys are have only watched like the four, the first four episodes. But I, but as someone who has watched up to like, how, how far are we in there? We are on episode twenty six. Okay, we're on episode twenty six, and a lot of these footage, like the vehicles, the weapons, they always use it over and over and over and over again and we're just like can we just skip it please it's like early it got power. to the point where there was there was one time we were watching it and then they summoned the base i literally skipped it because i'm like I, this <laughs> i think immediately this i think is the one failing of this show and like v- comparing this show to sentai points out the one gaping obvious flaw in the comparison there's no giant monster of the week we get a monster of the week but it never grows giant which means there's no megazord to combat it which means they're going to use the same vehicles fighting the same magnavore jet fighters every episode yes oh my god you're you're right worst part is that is that is exactly what they did like like, this is why next week we're we're basically skipping straight to the shadow borg stuff because oh excellent (laughs) that's what i said Thank God, because Paul was wondering about that. I was saying that. Can the next thing that we do with Beef Fighter be the Shadow Borg episodes, please? Yes. <laughs> you, you, you know, because I remember it, that in Beetle. Hold on, hold on. Like, I remember that in Beetleborgs. That was one thing. I was, I was like, they're always just fighting the same drones over and over. I think that was like one of the first times I noticed stock footage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, um, it was far less like, of a focus one, in that- Beetleborgs. I feel that's one. That, no, but I re- but, that, but it happened enough that I remember that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. The characters but in yeah, Beetleborgs uh, are stronger. They're stronger. I they're, feel like... they, they they like the ones that stand out. They're the ones that like are right there, and you can you're you're identifying more with the characters as you go through with Beetleborgs. Whereas with this, it's yeah. a lot well, more. Also, the Beetleborgs are magic, more... technically. Yeah. Yeah, because they got flavor and. Also, it's like with these guys, like they're a squad, they're they're a government squadron that got technology. Whereas with the Beetleborgs, are three typical average kids. They love to read their comic strips. Like it's more interesting. So remember, kids, trust the Liberace ghost. Yes. If someone who looks like Flabber comes up to you and tells you trust him, comes into the abandoned house with him. Don't trust him. I can't say that in good content. You shouldn't okay. do that. But, but I do agree with you on the character thing. Because you want to know why? I don't even remember the characters' names. I only no. remember them because I wrote them down. It was uh, Daisaku was the green one, uh, Kai is the blue one, and Ray is the red one. I wrote them down last week, too. Keep that in mind. Within the span of one week... I have forgotten their names. I have forgotten their names. I've forgotten all. And, and you know what's yeah, the worst part? Like, hmm? Oh yeah, yeah. We're, and by the end of the month, we're going to meet uh, one more. Cool guys. Oh, I'll, I'll let go first. Oh, just you know, uh, the characters are so forgettable, and the fact that by the end of the month, we're going to meet one more character who is just as forgettable. Cool. <laughs> the white blaster no. B fighter. No. Oh no, this the second one was called. <laughs> uh, Sage. I think his name's Sage. Are we talking about the mascot? His name. They called him Sage Guru. Guru. 
Yeah, fucking Beetle Yoda over here. No, you know who he is? Okay, so... I, I looked into this episode, and you know who I was reminded of? Larigo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's Beetle Larigo. <laughs> These two episodes are primary focused on the beat machines. How big, how big are these things? I will say there was one shot late in episode four after the battle where they're standing next to the Zords and they look as if they're the size of regular cars, but then most of the footage they oh look God. like they're gigantic fucking machines. I'll say this about Jamal. I'll say this about Jamal, the most wonderfully named evil organization of all time. <laughs> they think they have beat. They they think they have beat wars. They have beat machines. <laughs> beat machines. Beaties. So we think the machines are the size of monster trucks because even in like official magazines and Wikipedia pages, there is no confirmed size for these things. Uh -huh. Which that's so rare for Toku. Like yeah. usually they have stats up the ass. Like yeah. So like Turbo Zords, where it's like there's. They well, it's funny that you mentioned specifically the Turbo Zords because if you pay attention in the Turbo movie, they do in fact change size right before they yep. go into Megazord mode. Yup, that's true. <laughs> that's true. They at least showed that. Yep. <laughs> they they did yeah. show that. We have to give There's them that. There's that one shot yeah, where the five vehicles are driving side by side, and then boom! All you see is the red one as they become <laughs> fucking giant. It's like the one good uh, shot in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, to go back to the pandering thing, though. Let's do that. Of, the majority of the episodes pander the crap out of their fights. Like, elaborate. Is, what do you mean? Like, like, like Ichi mentioned. Super Sentai has a formula of A plot, A plot, slight B plot, fight monster, monster grows big, giant monster, resolution. Oh, you do you mean padding yes. the fight? Yeah, B fighter okay. adds out its fight. Oh, padding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where monster shows up, they send out the, the flyers, okay, let's fight the bad guy a bit, get sent into the dimension. Summon the vehicles. The Take down the vehicles. That's the Go device. Fight the main That's the device by which they've Dang had resolution. the episodes. It's the Gaum Zone bullcrap. Like I, they have a normal yeah. fight, and then the monster's losing, so whoop, they get yoinked by the giant hand in the sky, and now it's now everything's a fucking drug trip, and they can put in I, literally whatever footage they want. And this week's episode featured fucking mooks and fedoras and Tommy guns for some reason. I fucking looked at that and I was like. Precure villains try less hard. As 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 uninterested and bored as I was this morning when I was watching these episodes, there was one thing that really like kind of made me like sit more forward, being like, okay, was finding out the origin of like the mech army general. Like he used to be like a, a, a virus. virus and he gained sentience and then he like corrupted their computers and then he like built a body of his own and i'm like that's that's so, fucking interesting that was More interesting that. so you're so you're telling me it's vengeance <laughs> yes it all comes back to vengeance i just don't know to be i just don't know why his name is schwartz which means black when he is white maybe it's meant to be 
like ironic. Yeah, maybe. I guess. He's an he's Ultraman 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 General Schwartz or in Ultraman Orb Dark Noir Black Schwartz. <laughs> I like, come on. Oh. Now we just need a common writer Schwartz. Common writer Schwartz. That's will... sick. Well, oh, did, didn't we have a character named Schwartz in Zia? Uh, oh, it's the main Schwartz. Schwartz. Yeah, there, there it is. Schwartz there's was our, the main villain of the, square of the Time Jackers. Yeah. I will say, like, there right we after. The, we got the four horse Schwartz. The four Schwartzmen? Four Schwartzmen? The four Schwartzmen. I will say, right after they get pulled into the Gaum, right after they get pulled into the Gaum zone, there's that one shot where the hammer monster, like, hammers the footage of the three Beetleborgs as they're, like, caught in the dimension, and the way the footage gets, like, skewed, like, the aspect ratio of the footage gets skewed from the hammer hitting it, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and, and then, oh no, they get attacked by the Blues Brothers. <laughs> Hope you don't like protecting your secret identity, but because I'm about to destroy this footage of you transforming. Hey, thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alright, so I wanted to ask, like, um, or go for, go for a stage. Mine's kind of a long form question. I, I just love that the way we get we fight back against the Gome Zone and, and and Hammer Kong and get out is by remembering that insects have the ability to shoot electricity out of their mouths. Yes, they can all do that. <laughs> you know, the sonic... That's cries. a fact. And then Rettel fucking uses her fucking stinger plasma with her, like, electrical whip attack, whatever you want to call it, and then fucking dusts the monster. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you get woke. She... Girl power. Thus proving that she is the strongest of them, and her. yeah, the blue the blue Borg's blade is too floppy to do any real damage, and the little who stabs someone with a spinning blade that's like Comrade of Birth. We've been over this. Here you go. The force mean it works. And <laughs> it doesn't mean it works. But like, what? I, I love it. Like blue stinger blade is out of universe. Too floppy to do any real damage. And he and, slashes with it, not stabs. And the green Borg's hunter claw, all it can do is just lightly grab or just like bonk with it, as I talked about last week. No, 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 but he can grab oh. you by the neck and he can beat you with his free hand. <laughs> That's way more useful. But no, than a we have the. straight blade that you're slashing. But with. no, we have. No, like, the idea is the green Borg's functionality of his weapon is for the claw to grab the monster and lift it. So he can then do something unrelated to the weapon. Meanwhile, the red oh, Borg's weapon is not only an electric blaster, but it also lifts the monster up and fucking destroys it without having to do anything else. She's gotta have something. The red Borg is broken. Listen, she had to have yeah. something. They were getting woke. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I think it's awesome. So, so you had a question? Well, uh, yeah, I was also going to say that does actually fall out into an actual trope, though, where it's like men, men, men punch, women shoot, which is interesting. Like, look into that one sometime. Uh, I was going to say, though, like, like, Lane, I understand you were sort of indifferent and Paul, you liked it. But um, mm -hmm. uh, you like Ichi, I also know you didn't like the, the first two. And now these ones, uh, how about you guys like similar to Ichi or because I wanted to ask you all something then. Uh... Like, you, I, no, like, guard, like, 
I feel like I have a different perspective on this since I've seen okay, well, the show. Again, for me, for me, it was just I was having like a bad morning, so I just wasn't in the best mindset. So, well, just give like a brief summary of what you're feeling about the show based on these episodes. Oh, like it just. It's very, like, everything looks good. I like the 90s kind of, like, campiness of it. But it's just, um... It's just, like, it's just very repetitive with its stuff and generic and, like... I don't know. Sorry. So... Everything looks good. I mean, it looks great. The suits are great. I still love the suits, regardless of which show we're watching. The vehicles are cool. I like their weapons. Like the monsters are cool. Like I said, like Hammer Kong was fucking badass. I loved them. Um, and yeah. then, like again, I like the, I like the villain's base is like this giant claw with like a red eye in the middle of it. And what's interesting was they didn't have to do this, but they put like compound effects like in the eye. Yeah, the eye inside the really hand impressive. has compound eyes. Like it's a compound oh, eye, and that's pretty rad. I was like, that's fucking cool. But yeah, so I'm starting to see the pattern as every episode, the giant floating rock hand descends, open up, opens up its eye, and then spits out the jet fighters. And so this episode, <laughs> they debut the beat machines. We have Red Gyro, Stagger Tank, and the name that confuses me to this moment, Beat Looter. What the fuck is that name? What is it? Beat Looter. Beat Looter. But why is it Beat, beat looter, looter instead of Beat Loader? Because well, could that just be... He actually like, says Beat Loader. <laughs> Japan has a fascination with German spelling and phonetics. E- e- uh-huh. <laughs> Remember that we had a shift car in drive called Fukingureka. <laughs> That's just because so... of the way the Japanese language is. It's supposed to say hooking. Exactly! So it's probably Beat Loader. It goes... Well, <laughs> if it is, I'd like some confirmation on that, because that's not clear. Back, it goes back You're not to gonna the get Japanese it. and their fascination with we'll science. We'll need a time machine No, because no, think about it, because we also... look at. Remember Necrom's tension device? It's the Mega Uroder, so they have load as a sound. In their language. It's just Japan and their fascination. The mega Uluder. It's the Uroder. Uluder. Anyway, so the ep- episode three literally ends with them summoning the machines and deploying them, and then the actual battle yeah, happens in episode four. I, I did like that they ended it on that. I was like, come the fuck on, guys. <laughs> I was like, ugh. I love that, like, episode four, so they start battling and everything. It's like the the greens the green vehicle just l- l- rotates up slightly and grabs with its claws the two jet fighters who were stupid enough to get too close. And then the red the red gyro puts out the fire in one building and everyone's cheering and I'm like, hooray! I guess they only set fire to the one building. <laughs> That's tradition. I put out the fire, you guys. Thousands are dead. <laughs> they saved the city. Yeah, like that's what it basically felt like. It's like it's like, oh, we saved the day. Yeah, thousands perished, you guys. <laughs> you were getting you were getting these fucking new vehicles loaded and ready to fucking roll out, and just thousands are dead. Yeah, <laughs> it was a real man of steel. Ugh. It was bad. Like they're they're cool looking. I like the stag tank. The stag tank's sick. No, the stagger tank. 
I had those vehicles as a kid. It is so hard to fuck up bugs and toys. Don't like they said it in big. What I was about be a... to say they said it in big. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Bug plus toy. So the robot turns yes. bugs. <laughs> so the... and if you make it a robot, even better. Yes. <laughs> The evil alien faction Jamal launches their next plan, the Double Project, which I guess is just the the Jamal. The Double stands for waves, I guess, because they use Jamal waves to start really fucking up any machinery that they can reach with their with their evil waves. And the first thing we start seeing go haywire is a bunch of RC vehicles being piloted by a bunch of boys. Who somehow know what the names of the beat machines are, even though they were never publicly announced? I presume. Buy the toys, kids. Yeah, Buy it, the it, toys. Exactly. it just comes off like a like their first draft of like the toy commercial. Oh wow, our toys sure are okay, but boy, I wish I had like you know you know beat looter. Our to- our our C vehicles aren't as cool as Red Gyro, Stagger Tank, and Beat Looter. I sure wish I could collect them all, Leechy. Yep. If only we could buy them at our local toy store. But you know what? Maybe we can. If we wish hard enough, <laughs> eBay's my toy store. True. We got a class. Maybe so it's supposed to be a show. pun on trucker? We have to clap so that the narrative knows that we believe in fairies. So the Jamal waves start causing every machine in range to go haywire. And the first thing we see go wrong is the RC vehicles, which are presumably toys that are safe for children, suddenly start opening fire on the children. And of course, my immediate response was, you put munitions, chips, and toys? We were all thinking it. My thing was, we need Christmas Skeletor so that he can be like, I must save the children. <laughs> and this is where the nonsense yeah. that the first two episodes had starts to come back in full force. So, the Jamal kidnap one of the three children, not all of them, just the one. The second the kid walks into the evil warehouse... The monster of the week, Death Launcher, without batting a fucking eye, opens fire on and fires a missile at this child, misses him, and then one of the mooks comes in and continues kidnapping the child and takes him somewhere. And the, the I I was stunned trying to process the logic of that scene. Were you trying to murder the child or is kidnapping the objective here? Like, what the fuck was that about? Kidnapping is the objective. They just didn't do it right, so they went with the next... I like to imagine that the monster was startled by the child, like he just turned around. Ah! Human! (laughs) Oh, wait, we're supposed to be kidnapping them. This could just be some of that early 90s isms. <laughs> and then we see the three B fighters in their civilian forms on their normal motorcycles. And I love, by the way, that the blue guy rides on the red motorcycle, which is also way cooler than the other two's normal bland motorcycles. But they. Oh no! 
Are you telling me motorcycles are machines? Oh no! And then they start getting attacked by what Paul decided to describe as an evil hatchback. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start shooting out of their disc players many evil compact discs! It was ah! it was literally just a, a rabid Honda hatchback. <laughs> Like I, I'm not even joking. Like I, I, I'm not even doing shtick here. It was a, it, it was a Honda hatchback that <laughs> lost all sense and was attacking. <laughs> I just love how we spent the first part of this talking about how yeah, episode three was a pretty solid episode. Nothing really wrong with it. And episode four, we're right back to the bullshit shenanigans. So the Honda hatchback. So what you're saying. Oh my god. So yeah, the the every machine in town starts going haywire. Anything that qualifies as a machine. Small appliances, large, large appliances, co- bikes, wait, 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 cars. Wait, wait, wait. When did this come out? 1995. Okay, no I'm not I'm serious. This is sounding like the the plot of Maximum Overdrive. I said that. <laughs> While we were watching this, oh, sorry, I was like, you, I didn't hear you, sorry. No, he's not. While we were watching. While we were watching. While we were watching. Not during the podcast. While we were watching. I was like, did Stephen King write this? Did we go into maximum overdrive? What the fuck? Like, you know, he's a popular writer. It's not entirely impossible that one of the writers was like, I'm going to do that. Like, you know, he's big everywhere. Oh, my God. And what what's also funny about these two episodes is, the strength that the B, the B fighters have with regards to how much rock on top of me I can lift and get out of my way is wildly inconsistent. Wildly. Uh, like, at points they're lifting what looks like at least a ton or two of rocks. There's like, one part in one of these two episodes where the Blue Beetleborg catches a gigantic single slab of rock and can support it by himself... The others come to help him, and then he's like, no, stop the monsters and save the children. I'll hold up this rock, you know, instead of tossing it to the side or something. The rock that isn't big enough to cause any big problems, he's just staying there holding the rock. And then in this, and later in this episode, when he and the one child who was kidnapped get buried under smaller rocks, oh no, we can't lift this, I have to summon my Zord to come forklift the rocks off of us. But it wasn't the sword, it was the Sentai. <laughs> uh, and, and and then, yeah, so we summon the Zords because we have no giant monsters of the week, so just more jet fighters, I guess. And then, like, because he f- is, has been freshly saved and has to be escorted home, they let the child into the Zord cockpit with the Blue Borg. And wh- what was it you, you said? <laughs> what was it you said about when he was led into the cockpit? wasn't something like oh <laughs> that kid won the sweepstakes or oh. no you were it was the you were implying that he was like a terminal kid <laughs> oh this kid no. this kid's, this was the make a wish kid for the week i wasn't wow. going to say that during the actual podcast proper thank you for putting that out sorry oh you're all coming i made a dark I, I i made a i made a dark joke off the off the off the air. Thank you for putting that on the well, air. Well, if you don't want me to say it, tell me that. Now I'm going to get cancelled <laughs> on the internet. I will say I expounded on it way more than you set it up. 
But you said that I was the one who said it. You so. you started it, but I dr- I ran with it. I, I took you it way further than it. you did. <laughs> I was I was like he's the Make a Wish kid. Anyway. So, my favorite shot of the fucking episode is when they start fighting the jets, and then a missile gets shot at, 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 the, at the, the beat machines, and then the green zord just fucking swings around and parries the goddamn missile! Yep. <laughs> Holy shit! Like, oh, you know what? There is a shot that I was rem- I, I just remembering that was like that felt so Beetleborgs, and now I want to find the episode of Beetleborgs where they take this shot. It's when like the 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 missiles following them, uh-huh. or whatever, and they're just like running really really fast in like a fast sped up shot. And like, oh. I want to find the scene from Beetleborgs where like the the kids are like talking in the scene. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> well, start with episode four of Beetleborgs. Hmm. But yeah, so you never know. They they, uh, <laughs> they 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 kill Death Launcher. The RC vehicles are presumably fixed, and I no one checks if they still have guns in them. And then Daisaku goes, I want to play it too! And immediately is terrible at piloting RC vehicles. As you do. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> so, so that was a thing, and it looks like the following episode is about the Bugma virus? No? No one? Alright. Uh, nope. uh, we're not I'm talking about it. Next, next time. Time. I don't have a contract. I was I was expecting someone to follow with bug my nuts. No, bug these nuts. The internet has ruined me. No, we know. Stop trying to set me up to get canceled. these nuts. Thank you, Jerry. Oh my God! Juco okay. beef fighter, more more like Juco beef. <laughs> And... Clever. Not <laughs> even a favorite. You gotta remember the B stands for. Anyone have a favorite B fighter? Uh, I mean, you know, I the green one, blaster B fighter, <laughs> the green one, T stag. So why do you say that, Lane? Because I think me and Gars, that's our least favorite. <laughs> I think he suit looks dope. <laughs> Design. I was gonna say, like, I, I, like, oh, yeah, I love yeah, them all. The character is just a tree fucker. I, obviously, <laughs> I have a... Similarex, he speaks for the trees. Obviously, I'm gonna like the blue one a lot, but I also really, really like the red Borg's design. Especially, I think, the, we- the weapon on Reddle is actually my favorite out of them, and as we saw in episode three, it's fucking busted. And exactly it's what's busted. wrong with being a tree fucker, you two? <laughs> Yeah, especially some, some of us fuck trees. trees. Especially oh. when, Get especially over when it. the green one Get especially when the green, the green one evolves into the silver one, so that's not how that works in the show. We fuck characters. trees sometimes! No, Get over it! Shut up! When I, but when I was a kid, green was my favorite color growing up. And green then is I my favorite color! Stuff, so. No, you like earth tones. That's different. <laughs> Shut up, earth tone. <laughs> what is green then, huh? Oh, you know what's funny? So you know like the purple one? 
this is uh -huh. weird but like this very early memory when i was like seven eight years old like my my brother like was messing around with like a blowtorch or something like that and so I'm, he let me i'm sorry hold on some... hold on i'm sorry messing around with a blowtorch Oh, yeah, my brother was a rebel when he was a kid. Um, anyway, so he let me try it, and for some reason, let I decided to blowtorch my purple Beetleborg figure I had as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I melted that fucking Where were your parents? Uh, probably at work or in the house, I don't oh know. Oh, my God. <laughs> my brother was an influence on me as a kid. Uh, dude, uh, we all have our pyro phases. Yeah, I just remember blowtorching my purple Beetleborg figure. <laughs> you were a goddamn monster. Well, you know what, Lane? That makes fine. you a misogynist. <laughs> yep. Come at me, internet. Oh, no. <laughs> no. If we had an no. audience, that would generate some letters. Wait, yeah. no. How old were you? Uh, I think I was, so Beetleborg's Metallics was like, what, 98? 97. So I would have been, yeah, so I would have been like eight years old. <laughs> yeah, you, you know were, what? That might have been some inspiration. I might have wanted to try to oh see God, the story. Here's the thing, Lane. You weren't thinking up these the, these obviously misogynist thoughts that you were, you, you, you did during a, a rewatch recently. Therefore... Uh, it's not Beetleborg's fault. It's yours. <laughs> it's no, it's my brother's fault for giving me a fucking no, blowtorch. It's yours. <laughs> That's yours. It's a little bit bad, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh. just, right, there's there's my traumatic childhood. <laughs> Anybody who wants to cancel Lane, I'll send you all of his various Please social send media. Links. Oh, Paul, I was canceled years ago. <laughs> if you would like to cancel Lane. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to cancel Lane, please send a self-addressed stamped envelope to... Hashtag cancel for Lane. <laughs> there we go. Anyways, B-Fighter, it's alright. It's, it's less terrible than the first two episodes. I want it's to watch the it's, it's like It's like Kamen Rider Geats. It's mid at best. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad I got the Geats approval. <laughs> Garwin, it's a Garwin. Blink gets cancelled featuring Garwin, 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 Garwin. All right, well, that is Cast Ranger for the week. Oh my fucking god, what a crazy Happy episode. Friday the 13th, everybody. Yes, we recorded this on Friday the 13th. In, and nothing went wrong. In Spooky Month! Ma, ma, ma. Oof. Time to watch some uh, compilations. I know that's what I'm gonna do tonight. Now that was. <laughs> I'm, just gonna, watch, I'm just gonna watch. I'm just gonna watch. Crispin Glover get killed with a corkscrew. Dad, where's the corkscrew? They got right possessed man. by a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! My respect for women. <laughs> there it goes. I'm usually so good at that. I have nothing but undying, unconditional love for women, so... I Like, jokes aside, Lane's the one currently living with his girlfriend, so... Who the fuck are any so, of us? So, you know, talk? who's winning here? Yes, I, lo I love her very much. I love you, Kelly. She's just been off to the side oh, this whole time! She's just looking at her like, oh, exactly right. This She's just got her arms crossed. Lane. 
Like, no, literally, Kelly is sitting there like, Paul is clean. actually <laughs> right. Lane, stop talking. <laughs> Lane! You know what? Sean Connery might have been right. I'm just kidding. Sometimes all they need is a good schmack to reset the router. <laughs> Jesus. James Bond, everybody. No! Yeah, James Bond. Everybody. Wow, buddy. Well, you know what? That's what Sean Connery sounds like. Okay, we need to end the episode now. We're summoning Sean Connery from the grave. We need to end the episode now. What fucking episodes are we watching next week, Gar? Because you didn't write them on the schedule last I checked. Shadowborg. We're talking about episodes 17, 18, and 19. Oh, God! Three of them! Yeah, that's about Shadowborg. Of what? A bee fighter. Oh, it's a Shadowborg episode. Oh, good. I'll be, I'll be fine. It's, it's more, it's more or less how the generals, or basically how the big bads fed up with the generals, how they solved it, which eventually led to us getting the member known as Black. Once upon a time, there was a shoulder, and that shoulder was turned into a Borg. And that Borg. Shoulderborg. Shoulderborg. Was Shoulderborg. Shoulderborg. And Shoulderborg. Shoulderborg. And the was the best. Borg. No, guard. No, 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 no. I gotta stop you. I'm sorry. No. Is, Shol- is Shoulderborg the Togu version of Soldier Boy? No. Yes. No, it's- oh. God damn it! <laughs> Shoulderborg. Is that what you were saying? Shoulderboy hasn't been no. relevant since like 2007. Neither is Beetleborgs! <laughs> There's just no other name for it. It's just like look at Shadowborg. It's I, like he's I, born from shoulder. I'd I'd sing a line and replace Soldier Boy with Shadowborg, but Shoulder I literally don't Borg know a Hello. single line of Shadowborg Soldier Boy. Oh. <laughs> Shoulderborg. Shoulderborg. That ho. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Okay. Anyway, we need to wrap up. We're done. All right, nerds, get the fuck out of here. Go watch Beetleborgs. Get back to your cages. Go watch Beetleborgs. It's on YouTube on the official Fox Kids channel. Hashtag Beetleborgs. Yeah. If anyone, if any of you utter one more syllable, I'll hunt you down and gut you like a YouTube channel. Yeah, we watch Beetleborgs episodes. Anyway, thank you all once again. Well, not once again, but well, compared to last, fucking, I'm tired. It's late. Thank you all for yeah. listening, watching, liking, Shit. favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. As always, uh, check out the primary source of our hijinks, castranger.pobby.com. From there, you can find our Facebook, oh Twitter, God. Discord, Patreon, merch store, all of our cool shit. And, of course, I have to give an extra special thank you to our currently active patrons, which are Blaze, Armorhide, Sentai VT, Midas the Fool, and Zachary Cook. Thank you again for your support. Only you get your friends in on it. We need money. Like they say in the Metabots opening, <laughs> come get your friends. Go go watch go watch go watch everything on the Fox Kids official YouTube channel where you can watch such things as Susie Q and Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. <laughs> go watch <laughs> Steam. Hey, I, I clicked on Ooh. the first episode and I see Kiss Cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> go see him go watch He-Man. Fox Kids oh. official my ass. My and the fans of fan made YouTube channels. I'm gonna go twerk in the corner. You guys have fun. <laughs> All right, thank you. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.